Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. My guest today is AJ Hamilton, a good buddy of mine, a fellow nerd. Um, we play Magic the Gathering together, we hang out outside of the podcast, all that kind of stuff. He's a good buddy. Um, he, I met him through Jordan, uh, who's been on the podcast as well, so go back and listen to that episode. Um, I hope to have them both on at the same time. Um, uh, me and AJ talked about uh, Magic the Gathering uh, movies, everything nerdy, basically. Uh, so fair warning. Uh, there's spoiler alerts all over this. We talked about Endgame, uh, Avengers Endgame. We talked about Spider-Man. Uh, I had a great time talking to him. I was happy that he got to get the time to come in here and nerd out with me for a little bit. So I hope you all enjoy and, uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, all that silly stuff. If you can, thanks. Enjoy. See you in there. AJ Hamilton, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Good to see you. It's, it's very couple, good to it's see you. It's been a couple minutes. It's been a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you been up to? Um, Not a lot. Kind of same old, same old. Same old, same old. Yep. Just uh, working at the job that I hate. <laughs> um, uh, but we don't need to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Uh, basically normal stuff. Little magic. Very little bit of d and I just started. Oh. We, we can kind of maybe dig into that. Yeah. I don't know if you're a big d and I am a big D&D person. fan. I've just never had a good DM. So it's always you kind know, of been... A uh, little bit of an issue for me to get, I, I think, get really into it. I think that's been my problem in the past, too. Right. Um, this is one of the first times I've had a couple of good experiences, and then this sure. is w- one of the first times I'm playing literally with, with just friends. Okay. So, like, before there was always, like, one acquaintance or a couple of right. people I didn't know or, like, God forbid, when I used to play at a game store, oh, right? Geez, I don't know if you've yeah. ever done that. I've never done that. That isn't... It can be fun because right. you can just kill other players and gotcha. you don't have, like, there's <laughs> nothing attached. <laughs> right, right, right. You don't have to feel guilty about it. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're actually playing a bunch of people you know, Jordan. Yeah. Um, uh, we actually got my wife to oh. agree, Lucy. Oh. We got her to agree to play, Lucy. which I did not think was going to happen. I think um, you were telling about that me that she's an elephant monk. Well, and yeah, you'll love this because this is this is what got her. Obviously, you know we're both magical men. We are both yes, amateur both, wizards. Yes, we we are both very. I don't. I wouldn't call us amateurs. Nah, amateurs a little. I would little call rough. us seasoned. We're seasoned wizards. Seasoned wizards. Intermediate wizards. Yeah, we play magic. Everybody, we play magic together. Yeah, we're a so lot. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, love you it. Know. Um, but uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the funny thing that got her is I obviously because of what I like, they just came out with a magic-themed book oh, for the okay. newest edition of oh, D&D. That's right. That's right. It's all like Ravnica-themed. Sure. So I'm sitting like thumbing through the ebook that I stole. Um, <laughs> who, who I give Watsy too much of my money already. Um, I think and, we all do. Right. And so I'm thumbing through this book trying to figure out what I'm going to play, and I land on a uh, centaur. I'm, gonna, I'm, a, I'm a centaur druid who's been shunned from his his like commune okay. for experimenting with necromancy. So I'm a necromancer druid so you'd be like centaur. A, so you'd be like a Golgari. <laughs> exactly. No, Golgari my uh, my class comes right out of the, the magic book. Gotcha. That's what the Golgari class is. Gotcha. So I'm like printing out pages. I'm kind of thumbing through, figuring out what I'm going to be. Sure. And then uh, she is kind of like looking at a page that I've printed, right? Yeah, yeah. And she, she sees a Luxodon. 
Oh, right? okay, yeah. Um, which, for, for those of you not not as cool as us, that's like a humanoid. I know, right? It's it's going to get old. Um, it's like a humanoid elephant person. So you've got normal hands, and yeah, then you've really got weird. elephant feet. Yep. You've got a trunk. Yep. You're huge. Exactly. And so they made this a playable class yep. or a race in the book. Right. She sees the picture, and she's like, fuck is that and i'm like it's a luxon they're like an elephant person she's like you can be a fucking elephant person and i'm like yeah you can and she said well fuck now i now i do want to play right. mind you we not just me but the, the people we're playing with too oh, yeah have been trying to get her to agree for like weeks at this point right, like right. you sure you don't want to try it so like much fun. eric's girlfriend is gonna play there you're not gonna be the only like girlfriend right. wife you know oh. woman person there like it's gonna be fun and right. she pushed and pushed until she saw that she could have a trunk that can be used as a snorkel yeah because the book tells you three separate times mm-hmm. that you can use your trunk as a snorkel I don't know why they tell you so many times, but in like your abilities, you have a trunk that can be used as a snorkel. You can you can yeah. slowly swim through the and water, I, and I think and, and uh, roll for your sneak. Exactly, and I think I. It, funny enough, I think that's kind of the thing that got her. She's like, "Can I get a snorkel?" Well, fuck yes, I'm gonna play. So she is a a monk, a Luxodon monk. Is she a drunken master? No, oh, she's not. Unfortunately, okay. we we tried, but she picked a different path. <laughs> the drunken one's actually pretty, yeah, pretty tough. It's pretty, it's pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but where she's cool is that trunk is an unarmed strike. So when you're a monk, that you're all unarmed strikes. So yeah. she gets like an extra hit with her trunk, right, or something <laughs> like that. It's it's ridiculous. That's awesome. Um, so it's pretty funny. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, that. Uh, magic. Uh, I think. I think you're I, judging, right? I am. So I. What level are you? Technically, I am not an official judge yet. Okay. Um. Unfortunately, and and we've all we've all kind of been dragging our asses a little bit. Sure. Getting it done. You've got between me the store I'm doing it at. Okay. The, What's kind of nice? It's for Graham Cracker Comics, okay, which is uh, a little bit of a chain. Which one in you, Chicago? Yeah, where do you go? Which so one do you go to? I'm at the one on Lake in Lakeview. Oh, okay. it's over by the Laugh Factory. I've never been over there. Broadway and Belmont. Broadway um, and Belmont. Sorry to our non-Chicago listeners, <laughs> um, but uh, but it's kind of nice because they've got judges at other the other locations. Because sure. one of the hardest parts is you basically got to get mentored by a judge. Someone has to come watch you run tournaments for a certain okay. number of sessions or whatever gotcha and then they like give you the go-ahead to be able to take the test okay um so i'm just kind of stuck there like uh i've been i mean i've been playing the game for more of my life than i have not so um when did you start i started so i always have to look it up i started when in around the time invasion came out probably i got my first cards probably a little bit before that and if i remember correctly it Whenever I look it up, it puts me at about nine years old, okay. nine or ten. Yeah. Um, and then I'm 30 right now. Gotcha. So, and I took, the longest break I took was probably four years. Okay. That was probably the longest break. Gotcha. If I'm, it, and you know how magic is. You're kind of on and oh, off yeah. quite a bit. Um, it's pretty typical. I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a weird off period right now because yeah. uh, you know everybody's schedules are so yeah. wonky. So I'm just building decks and I've, taking them apart and building more. No, and I, then I keep doing that. I've definitely been there before. <laughs> Frankly, I'm kind of there even when I am pre- playing regularly. Oh, um, dude. I'll they kind of make fun of me in my play group. 
I'll show up with a deck. <laughs> I'll play it two or three times, and then they'll never see it again. <laughs> and I just, I, I get, you I think part of that a lot. I do it. A, no, I do. I do. Um, and so I, uh, you know, it's funny because I either I get bored, sure. right? Which I think happens to all of us a lot. Yeah. yeah unless, yeah. unless, and I think you need a really special deck yeah. that'll never make you bored. Right. Yeah. Like my um, special deck just got a key piece taken that's out. That's tough. It. Well, that's probably good though, right? Because now you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wrap your head around that and figure out how you keep the deck together. Well, the thing with uh, okay, so we're All talking right. about we're, yeah. <laughs> Should we, we just dive right in? Yeah, we're gonna dive right into right. the ban list, everybody. So uh, uh, the the commander committee mm-hmm. uh, decided to drop a couple bands and then unban something that I didn't even know. I wasn't even aware did, of. Did you not know it was even a card? I didn't did even you... know it was a freaking card. I'm like painter servant. Yeah. Okay. This is so, actually kind of sick. Well, and and I didn't know about it. And it's funny because a lot of people are upset. Painter servant was unbanned. Everybody. Yeah. Painter servant used to be banned. Yep. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, painter servant is a small creature. I think it's a two mana, one, three scarecrow ar- artifact, obviously. And as it comes in, you pick a color. Um, you, are you testing me right now? You're going to see how close I get? No, 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 no. no. I'm just going to pull it up. Just, um, just so as it comes in, you pick a color. And then as long as it's in play, every card in hands, libraries, in play, basically everything that exists becomes that color. Yeah. So the the, the obvious combo, the combo here, um, it's a deck in... I think i don't know if legacy has it banned so it might only be vintage i think legacy you can play this okay you play painter servant with grindstone oh okay which says which you mill a couple of cards and if they're the same color if they share a color you repeat this process so it's like a turn three mill your opponent's deck out in legacy gotcha not a terribly great deck like you know you think about turn three i can do that but in a format like Legacy, like the chances of you just doing it uninterrupted are so, very, very slim. Yeah, right. Um, the the cool uh, byproduct, though, and the reason these decks work so well is when you play your Painter Servant. Sure. You make all the cards blue, and then you can pitch anything in your hand to your Force of Will. Oh right! So you can pitch your island to your Force of Will. That makes um, sense. So that it, it's kind of a cool deck from what I've seen. Um, so seems like they want that kind of flavor in Commander, which um, is fair. I, I like it because Painter Servant was always one of those cards that you're looking down the ban list, yeah. you see that card, and you go, I know there's a reason, right? I know it's banned for, for a reason. Like, right. there's some stupid thing I can do that's unfair and unfun. Yeah. But, like, I've been playing a long time, and I don't get it. Right, so like sense. it's one of those cards you look at and you're like, really, this needs to be banned. Right, when it got unbanned, I was like, why was that banned in the first exactly. place? I was like, I've never even heard of which, this card. Which kind of kind of brings me to to, I mean, my my kind of thoughts on the reserve or not reserve list. That's a <laughs> whole another conversation. That's a whole. Um, that's that's a confusing conversation for me. Um, but in re- in regards to the ban list, we can talk about. That. Yeah, we'll, we'll about get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, but in regards to the ban list for EDH. It's weird because I I feel like there's two sides, right? I feel like if you listen to like the the big content creators, if you listen yeah. to to, the, to the people who know magic, right. um, which no dig on them, but I'm finding it really hard to listen to their content recently. I think they're just moving away from the kind of commander I want to play. I think. From what I can tell, uh, the Command Zone podcast is a good podcast. It is. It, it's the, great. Yeah. When I've, they first I've started off, I was lot. like, these guys are great. Oh, yeah. And they helped me with my deck building and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They really kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things. 
Uh, yeah, I think um, one they're they've gotten a lot of success, mm-hmm. and it's really you know it's really well, it, awesome it's to ch- watch it's them changed, grow. It's changed their content, though it really has, and I yeah. don't think even they could say that it hasn't. Right. Well, because and they're getting all these other content mm-hmm. creators on, and they all. This is what happens when a nerd gets a lot of money, <laughs> and I can't wait if I ever get a lot of money. I'm going to be this nerd, but we buy all the pretty cards. Yeah. So when you're playing and you're putting out content, it's kind of hard not to put a bayou in your deck or underground river, uh, underground sea in your deck. I would do it. I'd be like, oh, fucking flashy. Mm -hmm. Like, because my only deck that I have a dual land in Mm -hmm. is Is Selvala. Your your baby. My boo boo. Your boo thing. My boo thing who got a chunk (laughs) of one. It's not a big chunk. So so the band we're talking about, the thing that Shane's upset about right now. (laughs) Um, there's a, a very, very powerful card called Paradox Engine. And it says, it's a legendary artifact that costs five, and it says, whenever you cast a spell, untap all non-land permanents you control. Now, all of you who know magic, you obviously know what this card does, and but for all of you who don't know what magic does, it's a very powerful ability to put on a colorless card mm-hmm. that can go in any deck yeah. in Commander. And that's, I think that's the big issue. And one thing that makes me happy, if you look at the newest set, and you even listen to um, the last couple of sets, actually, and you listen to people like Mark Rosewater talk about the yeah. design of Magic and how they're moving forward, that's, that's the problem. If Paradox Engine had a color requirement, I don't think it'd need to get banned. No. It'd probably if it were be... a little harder to play, like let's say it was Blue, Blue 3, and it was still an artifact, <laughs> yeah. it'd still be broken right it'd still be an amazing card yeah but it, but it be might rest- be a little tougher right right and it would be restricted to decks that only and have those blue. have blue in them right right and so so I, I i'm glad to hear that they're moving that direction you know we see bolas citadel which is a stupidly <sighs> powerful artifact but they made it black you right. know it costs three black mana and that's yeah. a that's a huge cost um but it does busted shit it, it does <laughs> m20 i think has several artifacts that are really good that are colored the blue one have you seen that one oh yeah yeah, yeah. it Here, bounces one it of your dudes um but basically give, gives you another copy of crystal shard if if you're familiar with that I am familiar, um, yeah, and yeah, so and so it just kind of opens up your options right so i think that would have been that would have been the biggest answer and i think you know that's one of those things they look back on themselves kind of sure. kick themselves um but frankly I'm, i mean i'm happy to see it go to be honest, the only the only reason why I'm not upset is because Urza got printed. When Urza got pr- yeah. when Urza got spoiled, I was like, and Paradox I, Engine is going to get banned. They're not going to they're not going to ban Urza. Urza, right? You yeah. you take away the piece that makes Urza yeah. the most busted thing right. in the game. Yeah. Instead of because people want to have fun with a new exactly. commander, why take away a new commander take, that's well, fun especially and like how long have we wanted a card to represent Urza? Urza's probably like the OG right. or character or Yawgmoth, yeah. That we right. got both of them, so we got a lot of old old characters, right? Um, and yeah, you're right. Like they can't they can't ban a character like that. No, not at like, all. Even if it's he's probably sick. right. And the fact <laughs> he just gets printed and he's forty dollars. Oh yeah. On pre order he was sixty, and well, it spoils two hundred. Well, he's outrageous. And now, and I don't I don't know how deep you get into modern, but he's I, he's actually a player in in modern. I bet he is. He, a little mid game. Well, no, he mid-range. turns. Well, you know you know Thopter Sword, right? I do. So he turns. So Thopter Sword's a combo. There's a card called Sword of the Meek. If you get a one-one creature, so like a little, uh, the littlest creature you can get. Yep. If you get a creature like that, it jumps from your graveyard back into play attached to that creature. Yeah. So it's just meant to be a reoccurring thing, right? Yeah. And so uh, this deck uses a card called Thopter Foundry, makes you sack an artifact to get 
a 1-1 one, one creature. So yep. you sack the sword, get the 1-1, one, one, sword comes back, sack the sword. You do it over and over and over. And you have an army. Right. And it requires mana, but it also gains you a life. Right. So the, the play there is that you don't necessarily win the turn you put this combo together. It's not that kind of combo. Right. But you grind out so much advantage, and mm-hmm. you you basically just get so far ahead of where your opponent right. is that that's how you win. Yeah. Now that Urza's out, it's, it's different. Now mm-hmm. it's an instant win, because if I have Urza... I can tap the sword right? to make the mana to sack the sword to make my token yep. to put the sword into play. So I, can keep, so I can keep doing that to get infinite tokens and right. gain infinite life. The byproduct is that I can tap those tokens because they're artifacts too for right. mana, so it makes infinite mana, which Urza has an infinite mana sink right on the card with, right. with the, uh, what is that card? Temporal Aperture. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. catch that? <laughs> no, I didn't he, catch So he that. makes Karn. Yeah, the tapping artifacts for mana. There's there's no like flavor there, but yeah, that third ability yeah. is the same ability from an artifact from Urza's saga, a sure. like 10, 15 year old set by now. <laughs> yeah, um, and it was his like invention that let people planeswalk. Gotcha. I think that was the that was the the shtick. That's what the invention was. Gotcha. And it's the exact same ability. It's five mana tap, shuffle your deck, cast the top card. <laughs> And so uh, that, that's what I see. I see, and that's but that's, that's not in modern though, because it's old, it's an older card. Okay? No, no, that's yeah, that card isn't. But right. Urza is now, right? Urza and so is. Urza, you can super easily make infinite uh, mana, right? Which, like I said, he's got the mana sink. So I think you run. I don't know what you run to actually win, but when you have infinite mana and can cast your deck for free, and yeah, and if you get sort of the meek out and get an unlimited yeah. army, no yeah. matter what. I think I think they have to they have to top deck a freaking. I think honestly, I think the deck just ends up running one of the new Jaces, the four mana Jace that just came out. That if you can't draw, you win the yeah, game. Yeah, the lab maniac. Yeah, and yeah. so I think they run that. So you cast your whole deck, sure, and then you just plus the Jace to yeah. mill yourself and and draw from an empty library, right? Which normally for our non magically inclined listeners normally makes you lose the game. Yep. But this card we're talking about changes that rule for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Urza's like I think Urza's a, a shot into every format he's legal in. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in like Legacy and Vintage even as well. No, because if, if Kess can make it in, yeah, the Dissident Mage, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was my big takeaway when Urza was spoiled. Yeah. Is everyone was freaking out over how good he was. I was freaking out over over how flavorful he was. Right, makes makes Karn. He makes a Karn struct, right? Mm-hmm. Like he has this temper. Like I'm probably the only person that noticed that was the same ability. <laughs> Um, but that, and that's, that's kind of one of, kind of one of the nice things about a set like this mm. when you have been playing magic as long as me, right? Like the littlest details just make me, make me smile. Um, get one, little, get a little well, giddy. one of the other ones, I don't know if you caught this, there's a card in the set called goblin or flame, two mana enchantment, red and uh, generic attacking creatures. You control get plus one plus zero. This is from modern. Horizons. It's from modern horizons. Mediocre card, right? Not yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not amazing. It's fine for limited, whatever. Sure. The real thing here is it, the card might look familiar to you because in Alpha, the very first magic set, there was a card called Orcish Overflame. Oh. And it did the exact same thing, but it cost four mana, gotcha. right? Now, where this is a throwback, when it was originally printed, sure. they misprinted it, and that card only cost two mana. And it was deemed way too good yeah. at two mana. So they eradicated it. They say, hey, it was supposed to cost four for all intents and purposes, it costs four. Like sure. if you're if you have the one that costs two, I think they went as far as to just ban it, just to say if you have the one that shows two mana as the cost, you just can't play with it. Gotcha. 
Um, and so this is a throwback to that mistake. Oh, okay. Because now that's that card's not too good. That card is actually not super good at all. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And so little things like that where you like look at a card and you go, Oh my god, I see what they're doing. Right. Um well, so, they have that grave shifter. Grave grave shifter, yeah. Grave shifter, that it's was grave funny. digger, but yeah, yeah. a shape, but a shape shifter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So all, all those little nods that they do, in, you know, every once in a while, in these these like right. ancillary products. How'd you feel about the first sliver? I, dude, I, you know what the coolest thing I ever saw with the the first sliver is? Sure. Oh, dude, this is gonna kill you, man. Um, I saw a screenshot. Somebody was playing Tron in Modern. Um, for those of you not familiar. Um, the we call them colloquially we call them the Tron lands, um, yeah. short for Urzatron, and basically same character. See, this yeah. character goes way back. This character so, goes yeah. all the way back to the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's called. We call it Urzatron. Mm-hmm. So it's three different lands: uh, Urza's Mine, Urza's Power Plant, Urza's Tower. Yep. And they all tap for just one mana, like a normal land, right? Right. And then they tap for more if you have all three in play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So total, the, the three of them tap for seven. Two of them tap for two. One taps for three. Right. And Mono Green Tron is its... That's kind of like its niche right now. Right now, it yeah. It kind of helps it out. Well, yeah, Ancient Stirrings, Ancient Stirrings oh. is just so outrageous. Right. Um, Ancient Stirrings, one mana green spell. You look at the top five and you get a colorless card. Yeah. Lands are colorless. Right. Um, this was printed... Uh, Back when the Eldrazi were a thing, so it was meant to fetch Eldrazi because they're colorless cards. Right, right, right. Turns out, you know, getting a land in modern when your deck cares about lands really, right. really good. And they also play all of their threats are colorless. They play Karn, they play Worm Coil Engine. Yeah. You know, they play they play huge. So, so the idea is that everything that's not a big beater, I'm every sorry, Ugin. Ugin oh, Ooh, Eugene oh. is the worst. <laughs> He's upset. Um, <laughs> I, which, side note, I love Nugan. Do you like the new Ugin? Yeah, I put him in my Tashar deck. He is so good. He's so good. Um, I was like, but oh, that's two less? That's another conversation. Yeah, another um, conversation. So yeah, so Tron, they, everything they're playing is either a card that gets them these three lands in sure. play or that they can use that seven mana on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the, <laughs> the screenshot I saw... They used that seven mana on turn three to play Morophon. So for, oh, for the listeners, yeah. Oh my God. So for the listeners, Morophon is a seven mana creature. Um, he's a changeling, which means he has every creature type. Yep. And then when he comes into play, you pick a creature type. And then he makes your creatures of that type one mana of each color less to cast. So where commander players like him is he actually doesn't require you to play every color. Right. He just... He just can have every color in the deck because yeah, yeah, yeah. of his his text box. Um, so the funniest thing I saw in Tron recently, yeah. the f- the like third day that that Modern Horizons was out, yeah. someone turn three, assembled Tron, sure. tapped the seven mana, cast Morophon, named Sliver, played the first Sliver for free. Yep, and then <laughs> unload. And they were playing they were playing a bunch uh like several slivers but only the ones that yeah. only cost colored mana right so like they played the the new red white one that gives them flying in haste yeah 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 so then they play that and then they play and so they just they just machine gun these slivers yeah. and the thing about the first sliver that most cards that grant you cascade do yeah is most of those cards say you have to cast it from your hand to get the cascade right, right. um so for our listeners cascade's an ability that says when you cast this spell you flip cards to you hit a spell that's cheaper than it, and you get to cast it for free. Mm-hmm. And so two no, for one, yeah, two for one, buy one get one free. Yeah, yeah. And so normally you that that's usually only on a spell that you cast from your hand when right. it's granted. Um, but the first sliver just 
does it whenever you yeah, cast yeah. a sliver. So the ones that you flip into from the the cascade, yeah. they cascade also. So theoretically, you play I didn't the first. Fucking realize so that. theoretically, you play the first sliver. You play a four drop sliver. You flip into a three. That'll cascade. You could flip into a two. Theoretically, flip into a one. Obviously, it doesn't always happen perfectly. Right. Um. You might on the four flip to a one, and then you kind of stop there. But I didn't realize yeah, that that it, was the thing. Yeah. So it's more busted than I thought it was. A little bit. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's good. Like I don't think that deck really has legs in modern. Not in um, modern. But I. I think the first sliver is pretty good. I still don't think I'd play him as my commander in a sliver deck. Um. I think he'd probably be good in the ninety nine because you can oh, keep reoccurring yeah. him. Oh for yeah. Cheaper. Oh yeah, and like bringing him back to your hand for cheaper mm-hmm. <clears throat> with things like re- mm-hmm. regrowth and stuff yep, like that, yep. or like put a debtor's knell in the deck. Yep. Even though you're not casting it, you still are giving your slivers cascade, right, right. And having him on the board getting at all times. Yeah, a deck like that, I don't think you have much trouble getting the slivers back out of the graveyard. No, because some some of the slivers they regenerate mm-hmm. and or they have slivers yeah. are fucking stupid. Yeah, dude, they, and, they, and they got they got a pretty big boost. Um, yeah, but in terms of the ban list, so I feel like there's two sides right now. People like me that are are fairly happy to see Paradox Engine go. It's and it, then and then there's people. I'm and I don't know if you're even in this camp, but some people. It always feels like the the people who don't like the government getting in their business. It's like, why does the Commander Rules Committee trying to tell me how to play Magic? Right. Like, I feel like that's what most people are actually upset about. <laughs> I think so. I think that I think everybody is curious on why the ban list even right. exists. But don't get me wrong. The people who created the game, they obviously yeah. made the fucking game. Well, no one else came up with this format. Exactly. And when you have people who were judging professionally right, right. come up with a game that's like, actually one of the most yeah. popular formats oh, in Magic the Gathering. I, I think we're... It's, I, I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to the most popular. I think if it weren't for Arena, we'd have eclipsed Standard. I think, I think Standard was in a position where it needed to be saved. And I think Arena's done. Arena is done going to say, I find it boring to watch, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Standards I don't, boring. Oh, standards awful. <laughs> and that's well, no, and that's you can only do so much standard. Sorry, Wizards. No, no and I don't think it's Wizards' fault. I think it's it's the players, right? I right. think, um, and and I just don't think that they. It, it's probably a few different things. One, they probably don't realize what we want, right? Because here, here's what I want. So they they tried. So this whole MPL experiment that we're going through right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of odd what they're doing with it. So I they they had like the big invitational tournament. They've yeah. had some big tournaments. Those are fun. Those yeah, are fun yeah. to watch. It's fun to watch people who are good at magic play, right? Right. Shout out to my main canister. He's great. <laughs> um, like, no, watching people who are good is always good, right? right? But with a format like standard, it does get so stagnant. You know, you it, it, there are only so many decks that are viable, right? Right. And, and, and when you have to have one well, of those. Well, yeah. And when you're when you're watching the best players in the world play, that's that's more true than anything. They're not going to play some bad rogue deck no. in, unless it's something that people have missed, right? Right. right. And so, I think the problem is that we, we could watch standard. It just can't be the only thing they do. And with right. the MPL. That's kind of the only thing they've done, right? Um, and and part of that is they want to show off Arena, and the only thing you can do on Arena is Standard. Um, or at least that's the way they feel, which I'm, kind of drives me crazy because there is other stuff on, on Arena. Like, I'd love to watch the MPL play Singleton, play 60-card Singleton. That's a format on Arena. Shake things up. Oh, really? Yeah. Or, you know, have them, like, I don't know if you've seen it, but for a while there, they were doing all these weird draft formats on Arena. Okay. Where you would draft M nineteen, sure, and then every player would have an emblem that was omniscience. 
but your opening hand would only be three cards. Oh, wow. So, like, it was, or, like, there was another one where you, what was it? You drew two cards a turn and could play an extra land. What the And hell? it was just, like, a normal draft other than that when you were playing, there was this weird emblem that both players had. Sure. And so it it felt exciting and weird and, like, it was a little wa- quick. Well, like, the omniscience, one, well, some of them, but some of them weren't, right? right. Um, when you're only starting with three cards, right, an right. omniscience isn't, isn't that good right, you, you know you gotta wait um and so it's, it was fun for a while watching people who were good at drafting try this because yeah. they'd look and they'd be like well divination is the first pick yeah, yeah. i open this pack divination's the pick because it's one card that turns into two right and so it just it so it just drastically changed what was good and what was important and yeah. that was really compelling to me right you know whenever we change like I'm not going to take the the bomb rare. You're telling me that the right choice is a common is divination, which don't get me wrong, divination's a great card and limited. I yeah, don't yeah. think enough people play it. But um, you know why why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we watching the MPL do that every week? Because they started this like this like weekly play that they're trying to get us to watch, right? Yeah. And I, I I'm not gonna lie, I watched the first like week. Sure. I watched a few matches because yeah, I was yeah. interested. I watched a couple. Yeah. You know, you want to see these the, the best play. It's it's that thing, the right? Mono you, white was funny. I was yeah. like, oh shit. Oh, mono white's mono white's <laughs> gross right now. Um, but right, you want to watch Michael Jordan play basketball, right? Yeah. You want to watch. I, I'm not good at sports, so I can't think of any other famous athlete. But that's fair. That's that's the you know Wayne Gretzky. You want to see the person who's best at it doing right. it, right? Yeah. Um. You know, h- how cool is it to watch Michael Jordan in a dunk contest? I bet it's fucking rad. But yeah, right. It's probably awesome. And so you know, give me that. If he ever did one? I don't. I don't know if, I don't know if he ever did it. He. I think he this, did one. Oh no, no. He definitely did it once. Yeah. Is that and where the, we get the, the? Yeah, I think so. The and the yeah, yeah, yeah. the from not the, and one from the, the from the shoes from the free throw line from yeah. the shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, shoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're both doing our best, like reach tongue yeah. out, like <laughs> our best space, you, ja- our best space jam. Our best space, thank God you guys can't see it. Um, but so that's where I'm at. It's like I don't mind watching this. I love yeah, yeah. watching magic. I'll watch right. magic till I fucking die. Sure. Right. Yeah. But like, give me something compelling. Put, right. put these guys on on Magic Online. Have them play Vintage. Let's sh- let's show these people who just started playing Magic how how far it can go. Right, right? like that's compelling. Right, to and me. That, and you can give those people people access to the cards. Right, like you can just be like, all right, yeah. you don't you don't own these cards on Magic they, Online, they, but we're going to give them to you to play this. They tournament. don't when they're playing on Arena either. They give them an account that has everything unlocked. Um, at least when oh, they're really? doing these special events, they, they are just do that for everybody. <laughs> I mean, okay. See, I have a little. I have. I'm. I'm weird with the Magic Arena thing. I don't want to yeah. spend money on it because it's not yeah. a physical card. I'm. I'm very attached to my physical yeah. cards, and don't get me wrong. I see the appeal. I played mm-hmm. Hearthstone. I yeah. get the appeal. It's exciting. It's quick. Yeah. It's accessible. You mm-hmm. can play whoever the hell you want, and it's you know completely random who you're playing. But mm-hmm. it's you know it's a lot of fun. You know, for me. I, I just hate that I can't have it yeah. on my Mac, everybody. Oh, no, that is... Well, that's... I've never played Arena, and that's the only reason. I have it on a trash yeah. HP that I, I bought years to, ago. Yeah. I, I it like, runs slow, <laughs> so I hate my life. I wouldn't feel too bad. I hear it runs pretty slow for everybody. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, that's my biggest problem is that it's not on Mac. I, I really hope we're close to either mobile or there were rumblings about getting it on video game consoles. So, like, if I could have Magic on my Switch, like... That'd be sweet. Well, and that's the thing. If... At and this, it's touch, so you can just yeah, touch pin. Right. <laughs> well, and at this point, like, I probably would have dropped a lot of money on Arena. I'm not going to lie. 
Because oh, I would have dropped a lot of money if it wasn't just standard. Well, yeah, if, if well, they were like true. somehow but put think, commander on there. I'd well, be but like, think Burr. about it. Like, and and I kind of look at it because I because I was I was playing Magic when Magic Online first came out. I don't yeah, know yeah. if you were. I never touched Magic Online. I've was, watched I've watched gameplay of Magic Online. But that but. was the big thing when Magic Online first came out. People were like, "Well, it's not real cards." Like, and you know, it, we were in a day and age where you people had that wall up still, right? Sure. Like like people weren't okay buying a digital movie, right? Right. You want the I want the fucking box, right? I want right. the DVD. Yeah. Um and it, I I never asked, "Is it okay if I curse?" Oh, dude. <laughs> fucking go. I, I I fucking figured, but Go for we'll it. We'll see. Um <laughs> and so um Shit, I lost my train of thought. We're, you were talking about... We're, we're, uh, we're talking... Oh, 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 oh. So, yeah, Magic Online came out, yeah. and everyone kind of thought the same thing. Like, I'm not going to buy a digital Magic card. Sure. And that's why they started doing the thing where if you collected the whole set, you could, you could like, it, they would delete it from your account and send you the real cards. Um, did you not know that? What the fuck? If you collected a full set, you, like... A full re- set of a card? Of a set. So, oh. like, if you got all of Mirrored and Besieged... You could click a button; it would remove from your account, and they would send you a factory sealed full set, a like box, a factory set. It'd be like a little, it's a little cardboard box. Um, oh, you, shit. you can buy them on eBay. And it had every card had one of one of each card. Wow! So that's how they got around people feeling that way because the people who really cared would collect the whole set and then redeem it. Sure, and you lose it on Magic Online, but you know. You Whatever. get the real yeah, cards. You get the real cards. Um, they've since because mirrored and besieged is booming, man. Well, yeah. Well, that's, well, that's the thing. You can't. So you only had so long to redeem them. Sure. So like, I think it's like by the time it rotates out of standard, right, you right. can't redeem it anymore. That makes sense. Um, they had guidelines. I thought it was cool. Like I, I've never. Yeah. I wasn't big into Magic Online. I never right. really got into it. I hear the mechanics were a little wonky when it first started. It's one of those things. It's one of those things where it's and that's why Arena exists. Is uh, Magic Online has been a game that's existed about like five or six years behind where it should be at all times. Right. So like you look at it now and if it were developed today, it would it would look more like Arena, right? right it right, would right. be a much different game. And it's always been like three or four years behind, it feels like. And sure. from a technology standpoint, yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's ever been important enough to them to f- fix it. And right. honestly, I prefer Magic Online. I I don't like a lot of the flashy stuff on Arena, like when I'm watching oh, coverage trying, or when I'm watching like people, Hearthstone. which is fine. Like that's what's selling. That's what the kids want to get that's into. Fair. If it ends up making more Magic players, I'm never going to complain about that. <laughs> yeah, right? absolutely. You know, like bringing more. Um, I know more some people some people can get weird, but it's like if if it means more people play, then right. That's not I a bad kind, thing. I am kind of into the fact that it's. They're trying to make it bigger than what it's mm-hmm. what it already how big it already exactly. is, and the fact that they're trying to make it grow well, and become a more they're, they're worldwide tackling, phenomenon. They're tackling the thing that's always been the hardest part: is that if you want to play Magic, unless you've got unless your best friend plays Magic, yep. you're not going to have a fun time learning how to play. Exactly, it's not easy to learn it for for decades. Yeah, it wasn't easy to learn how to play the game. Yeah, and I that I I remember sitting with my brother. Playing with magic cards like they were Pokemon cards because we didn't know we we played Pokemon yeah. but didn't didn't know where to find out the rules for magic. Right. Um. And, and even if you did find the rule book, it's really it, it's real vague. It's not right. great, especially back then. Right. Because it um, doesn't go into the so stack so, or priority or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. The hidden um, things we'll, that aren't we'll even shoot, physical. Well, shoot. When I first got cards, the the stack wasn't even a thing anymore. You still 
resolved in batches. <laughs> the first cards I got were, because that's why I say, I, I think I started playing around Invasion. Sure. But I definitely like got cards and tried to play before then, because I remember when 6th edition came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when they changed everything. They added right. the stack. They added how damage works and like right they really got into the like back, inner workings of the game because like back in the day if you lightning bolted my land of war elf and i giant growthed it in response it would still die because the giant growth effect would wear off before damage wore off for the turn like there were there were all these weird little interactions sure. like that um, and so, so pissed a lot of people uh, off to tell me about it. Or like <laughs> another weird one that most people don't, don't know from back in the day, a creature who is blocking, if it becomes tapped at any point before damage is dealt, then that creature doesn't deal its combat damage. <laughs> so like, so the play back then was I swing in with my creature, you block with your Sarah angel, yep. and then I twiddle your Sarah angel, the tapper, one blue instant tapper, untap target creature. Wow. And then your Sarah Angel wouldn't deal combat damage. Yeah, that's really weird. Because she was tapped. Be, it was, that would piss a lot oh, of people yeah. off, dude. Um, and well, and so and that's 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 where a lot of like modern magic rules and design comes from is yeah. you shouldn't win the game because you know these these rule loopholes do right, better right. than your opponent. Yeah, yeah. Um That's not that's not kid friendly. No, no. <laughs> so I do like how how it's a lot more accessible. Like as a judge, having someone come to my venue, watching us play, and then being like, what's you know, what's the best way to learn? Or like, yeah. would you guys mind teaching me? And I can just say, oh, do you have a PC? And they say, yeah. I said, download Magic Arena, play for like a half hour. I guarantee you'll, you, you'll be able to play Magic. You'll be able to come draft with us at yeah, least. Yeah, they definitely did that. You won't do well, yeah, but, you, you'll, but you'll know how to play Magic at least. Right, yeah. I went through the tutorial. I'm like, oh, wow. I, and, could, I can have Eliza learn yeah. on this. Well, and sometimes that's the hardest part, right, is right. if you get the basic mechanics down, I can, I can, I can get you strategy. I can oh, teach yeah. you strategy. I can teach you how to build the deck better. I can, you know, I can teach you why a card is good. Yeah. But if you, you don't know, but if, step at a time. But if we're struggling to learn to play the game, yeah. then then it's hard. And and I think that's the best thing Arena's doing is is making it easier to learn the game nowadays yeah. than it ever has been. Yeah. I have a buddy, Matt Skirky, who's been on the podcast. Um, we got him into magic. The problem was that we got him in on Commander. Like yeah. we didn't teach him sixty <laughs> card first. So he just had this Tough. overload of knowledge that every all yeah. of us knew, and he's like, "We were like, hey man, you got to go spend like 150 yeah. bucks on a good uh, on a decent <laughs> deck." And he's like, "I don't even know what half of these cards are." And it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's you know it's kind of this like it's a power struggle at mm-hmm. that point because he's like trying to learn the game, but we're all like doing our crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, we weren't really doing crazy shit because yeah. we were just getting into Commander. Mm-hmm. So it was you know it was like. You know, we were on the same learning curve, but he still didn't have the basic mechanics down as well yeah. as we did. Um, but back to Paradox Engine. Um, so I was thinking a lot about it, and I think one of the one of the things people get kind of bent out of shape with, and I and I I've been victim to this, yeah. is when you start comparing things that are on the ban list. Sure. And I think, like I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, why why does it feel so different? Because I remember starting playing Commander, playing yeah. EDH. I remember starting EDH before it was Commander, like back before gotcha. Wizards took over. And it was just such a different animal. Sure. And like I think about it, and I'm like, why? And the card the card that came to mind that kind of exemplified it, and I think you'll laugh when you hear this, but like when I started playing Commander, staple, huge staple. Like if you owned it, you put it in a deck, but you probably didn't own it because it was a little expensive. Sure. Mind's Eye. 
Oh, yeah. Do you have a mind's eye in I, any EDH deck that you I don't play? put it in any EDH no. deck. I own one. I own, I I own several any. now because I bought them because right. it's it was a good card when I started. Sure. Um, and I think that kind of exemplifies some of the problems with the ban list. Yeah. Because you look at something like Mind's Eye that, what, 10 years ago? Uh, I don't, maybe it probably has been that long. That's, it was that's an kinda, old that's, guy. That's kind of scary. <laughs> um, but like 10 years ago when I was playing EDH... For, to start, yeah, that was that was a busted card. Right, it was a really good card. So for anyone who doesn't know, Mind's Eye, five mana artifact. Whenever an opponent draws a card, you can pay one and you draw a card too. Pay one colorless. Yeah, it's easy. Like simple card, um, fairly powerful. But I feel like no one really worries about it either. No, no, people let it sit around. Um, but we've gotten we've moved to a point now we're playing a five mana card that doesn't really do anything, especially, like, unless you've got other mana. Like, yeah. you can't drop this thing on five. It won't ever make it back to your turn before you draw a card, right? Right. you got to have at least six mana up when you cast yeah. it so that you can at least draw one card to replace it. Right. Um, but it gets destroyed a lot. Even, like you say, even though people don't worry about it, like... Someone will zap it if well, they can. Well, artifacts are such collateral damage, right? How many yeah. effects just destroy all artifacts? Like a nice bane of progress. How many, how many times has somebody been casting a fucking... Uh, uh, what's the card? Desolation or uh, decimate? Decimate. You know, and they're like, "Oh, what artifact? Oh, there isn't one. Oh, I'll hit your mind's eye. That's the only artifact in play." Like, yeah. So I have to hit it because exactly. I, yeah, yeah. So like thinking about thinking about cards like that that used to be like not when I like not just state like staple. Mind's eye was a staple. Like soul ring is a staple. Sure. If you owned it, it was just in your commander deck. Right. Um. And I think back then. It was a little more battle cruisy, right? Yeah. Now maybe that's a shift in the mindset of players. Maybe people are getting a little more spiky, um, and not necessarily spiky, but I think it's pretty safe to say that cards have gotten more powerful since back oh, the then. Power creep is real. Like power creep is real, which I'm not. I'm not upset with. I I don't mind. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't think they're doing because. So I I used to play Hero Clicks, which is a game notorious for its uh, power creep. Gotcha. Like. That game was power creep. Like you, gotcha. you would look at the figures <laughs> and you would go, "Oh, they just they just need me to keep buying this product. That's what they're doing." Right. Like literally, figures less than a year old would be not just bad but unplayable. Oh, they were weird. they were so far behind. So I think that's part of it, right? Is on on average, and I think that part of it's the internet too. When everyone has access to EDA track, yeah, nobody plays bad cards anymore, right? Right. And so you can just look through the most common exactly. lists of everything. And, and even if you, and you can click cheap, you can click expensive. Well, and, I'm, and I'm guilty of it. Like I, I've been playing almost my whole life and like I have a huge like collection of cards and I still go to EDA track and, and say, well, what am I supposed to play in this deck? Right. At least to get right, an idea. Yeah, right. right. Um, to get common ground. And so I think a lot of the problem is that communication has just gotten so much broader specific to our format. Cause I mean, the internet was huge when this format right. got created. That's, it would be stupid to say there was sure. no internet or anything like that. Right, but right. like, <laughs> but the section of the internet dedicated to commander is so big because oh, yeah. it is, it, it, it you is just hop on Reddit. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if someone told me it would more people played commander than standard. I know it's not true because there are just people that don't, they they go out to Friday Night Magic, play standard, oh, don't even yeah. know what Commander is. Right. So, but if we're if we're not talking that, like Commander is the way most people play Magic, right? Well, that's because you get to sit down with friends, you get to have fun, have a drink, smoke some fucking Doge, and <laughs> and, you, and you get to play cards like Paradox Engine, right? Rip. Um, but I think I, the problem that I had with 
I, yeah, I didn't have a problem with the Paradox engine mm-hmm. being banned. I think I was just sad about it, just because well, yeah, I saw okay Urza be... and I was like, banned. See yeah. you later. I told Elliot right away. And it's right okay away. to be like, sad. Yeah. yeah, I was like that. It was just like it was like that one card well, in the deck that if I got it out, it was like okay, it's game over. Well, and it's definitely not lost on me that people lost a lot of money because, I, like, I I, I only own two. I, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, because that card, it was getting up there. It was like what a fifty dollar card, right? Uh, no, the non foil hit 30. 30? The foil hit. Oh, well, the foil was 50 to 60. A lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, $40 card that probably isn't worth anything now. Like, what, what, what format's gonna play it? None, right? I mean, I don't, I, isn't it banned in all the like really, it's not banned. In I don't the, think it's banned in anything because I don't think I mean, it's good don't, enough. Don't, right. I mean, I, I think maybe in modern, if someone well, comes up with an Ur, crazy Urza scenario. Jeez. Um, that's what I was gonna say. I think if if it finds a home anywhere, it'll be in some be modern like, Urza deck. It'll be in the yeah. sideboard. It'll be like a I could see it. I could two see it, in the sideboard. Well, I could see it as a as something you grab with Karn, maybe. Right. Um, this Karn that grabs things from your sideboard. But oh, the new one. The new one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's up with these cards that are grabbing things? You from know, your I was sideboard? gonna I was gonna ask you about that. We can kind of touch on this after we finish up with the ban list. But I was curious your thoughts on on cards from outside the game in Commander. Oh, like bringing yeah, them in, like, like with the cards, like a wish card or Karn or there's uh, M twenty has a Vivian that pulls a creature from outside of the game, puts it in your hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we'll talk about we'll that. talk about that. But, but we'll back get to, to yeah. Back to the ban list. My my issue with the ban list is I think there's too many things on it yep. that were banned when the format was very young when we needed them banned. Right? right. Like like we need biorhythm banned in the early stages. Absolutely. Right. Like like we we just weren't prepared to play a game with that yeah, card. Yeah. Um, but now maybe it's not so bad. Biorhythm is a bad example because I actually do think Biorhythm is still should be on the banned list. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, the the shaman of forgotten ways yeah. does a great job of, of just being of like bio- kind of copying. Yeah, it, yeah. copying Biorhythm, um, but it's an easier target. But yeah, there's some things that don't look like they should be on, but should like Coalition Victory. Yeah. It's the five mana spell that wins you the game if you have one of each land and a creature of each color. It's just too easy to pull off. Right. Um, and and I like their philosophy that if it's easy to win the game with it mm-hmm. and only one color can deal with you sure you, it should be banned right. so like coalition victory the only way to deal with it is to counter it right right so like only a handful of yeah. decks are going to be able to handle that um so cards like that i'm totally fine with being banned right um but i do think and i do agree with the notion i've heard it brought up a little bit i think we're at a point where we probably need to eliminate the ban list just wipe it clean sure l- let it run for a quarter let it run for a few months See how it goes, and then make a ban list. That's fair. Like I don't think that. I, 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 now I also think they should do that with modern, with modern horizons coming out, and like everything oh, okay. kind of opening up. Yeah. Um. Not to say you can't ban if like power the power power eight that are banned should still be banned, right? Always, always. Just just because of price. Yeah. Um. Frankly, time twister should probably just go ahead and go on the list. It's. Yeah. I think it's more powerful than it looks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think some people see the like, oh well, I can play one of the power nine. Oh, it's time twister. Eh. Whereas I'm like, no, that's that's dangerous. Right. I think it's only safe because most people can't put it in well, their and deck. They just basically <laughs> reprinted it. Yeah. Oh, that know. card is outrageous. I know. Right? I got to pick one up. I was. Uh, yeah. I didn't pick one up. I picked up two Leyline uh, of Anticipations because now they're three dollars. Oh hell yeah! I was like hell yeah! I was yeah. stoked. <laughs> I was like oh. I was stoked on all of the Leylines that they reprinted. Real quick, how do you, dude? Okay. So there's one thing that's been pissing me okay. off. Okay. Um. About. Okay, so for all you who don't know, there are a lot of content creators out there for Magic the Gathering. Specifically in Commander, there are about like five big channels that some somehow 
when they talk about a card, they affect the price, which yeah. totally makes sense. Well, yeah, right. Like the when the bears happened, when mm-hmm. uh, when Iula was uh, when Iula was announced, I was like, I'm going to buy yeah. the bears just in case just, I want to build the case. damn bear deck. You don't have to pay two dollars for a grizzly bear. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there was one bear that spiked, right? It's yeah. like an island walker. Yeah, yeah, it's the island walker. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, that's the only one I saw that did anything kind of crazy. Right. Well, because you can make it fat, but it was kind of wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The one card that, of course, uh, the command zone is okay. fucking famous mm-hmm. for, and I agree with it. I agree mm-hmm. with that card wholeheartedly. Yeah, I just wish back in the day I picked up you'd pick f- up more. fifteen of them. When I feel I, like it's not as expensive anymore, is it? Is it dude, still pricey? It's thirty dollars. No, you're kidding. I'm not joking. It's, you're talking about Vidalcan Ori, yeah, right? Vidalcan Ori. Vidalcan Ori is thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Well, it's I'm being reprinted well, three times. Well, I'm glad I picked a few up. When they made, yeah, I have, made a fuss I, about I think it, yeah. it's three or four. Um, but, but yeah, that is that is a card that I like. Uh, people will say like, "Oh, this goes in every deck." Or like I would put this card in every deck, Not and every deck. and Vidalcan Ori, I might agree. Like you're to right. be completely honest, you're like, right. You're s- right. There's a sliver of de- like I've got a I've got a, a fairly aggressive mono red goblin deck. Sure, I don't run Vidalcan Ori in that. Right, you but don't like right. But that's like no one's ever going to think to put Vidalcan Ori in that. Right. deck. I don't need a Vidalcan Ori in my Selvala deck because that just takes too much time. Yeah, like, you're it, winning the game before you have the mana to cast. Exactly. There's right. no point of having but it. If I'm just if like like. Any casual, good, any good stuff deck. Like if, if you're <sighs> if you're if you're just picking three colors and putting the cards you like in there, which there. which I don't think is a problem. F- like fuck it, if that's how you want to play Magic, play Magic. I right? one. Like b- build a deck like that. Yeah. I have decks like most of my decks are yeah. like that. I built a Damia, yeah, the Sage, sweet, and with villainous wealth, yeah. and then just just cool shit, just right? fat stuff. I think that's I think that's like one of my that was one of my first EDH decks. Soul Tide, just good stuff. Yeah. Uh, there was another guy in my play group. He had the Maelstrom Wanderer, of and course. it was just good stuff. Um, a Maelstrom Wanderer is never a good stuff deck. <laughs> if he, uh, Elliot built a when he first built his Maelstrom, it was good stuff. Yeah, but it was still outrageous. Yeah, like, oh, oh sorry, it's, a, it's it's bonkers. Um, again though, this was ba- I, like I and that's that's what tells me things are different because I think back to what that guy's deck was like, and I remember thinking back then like. Like this guy was the best player in our play group sure, for the most part. Sure. Like and and I remember I like I'll think back on his deck and I'm like, holy shit, decks weren't as good as they are now. Yeah. Like the best players still were building like it's like nobody had figured out the format yet, right? right? Um granted I was in a little town in Arizona, yeah. so I don't know how much we were figuring the game out in general. Sure. Um but I, I think I think it's a testament to just the the power level of decks nowadays. Yeah. That that you know we ju- they, they just look so different. The landscape is so different. Yeah. Well, I built a Yeheni deck, mm-hmm. and then Urza, uh, Yogmoth was spoiled. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. we're well, done, done yeah, with Yeheni. I'm sorry, sorry yeah, Yog, Yogmoth looks absurd. He's nasty. Um, Iona. So, I didn't understand it, but then when I saw the painter's servant, I was like, and, all right, I kind of get it. Well, and here's I see, and I disagree with that. So um, I was listening to, I don't know if you, you listen to the Goldfish guys at all, MTG no, Goldfish. I, no, I don't. So they, this is one thing they brought up on their pod, their most recent podcast, and it, 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 I really disagree with them. Um, so their their takeaway was kind of like you, like, oh, do we really need to ban Iona? Well, I guess if we're unbanning Painter Servant, we do. Well, I saw the, I saw yeah. the argument for yeah. why they would ban Iona right. while making it. Th- I don't think and, they needed to ban Iona at all. Well, no. I haven't seen an Iona drop in forever. And it's see, too expensive. And see, that's what that's what the, the Goldfish guys were saying. Yeah. They were saying, oh, you know, nobody plays Iona. Who's playing Iona? What are they doing? Reanimating it? Even if they do, like... It's gonna what get they locked one right away. right and and I'm just sitting there and I'm assuming the same for you 
I'm just sitting there thinking these guys have never been in a game that's just been ruined by an Iona. Because I, I have. I have. And and I just about in every experience where I've had an Iona hit the board, they didn't they didn't pay nine mana for it. So yeah. anyone who says she's too expensive, they're they're full of shit. Because right. who's casting a nine mana spell anyway? None of us are. If you're if you're desperate and we're you either, top decker and you yeah, have nothing in your hand. Exactly. We're either we're either so late in the game that that like you're hard casting it, but what's happening more often is I'm getting it out turn three or four with, with some elvish, reanimation spell or or yeah, something like that. And I've just I've been in too many games where an Iona drops and it just so happens that they can pick the right color. Like we've got like like you know, green black, uh blue black, you know, we've got some combination of decks that they pick one color. Yep. And it's really sh- hard to get her off the board. Well, most of the time. Well, the cool part and, and, the cool part about with the power creep is that they're finally giving every color some mm-hmm. form of pinpoint removal. No, that's true. That's very true. Lot, I obviously in all honesty, white is has mm-hmm. become one of my favorite colors just right. because of the uh, how mm, the adversity of being able to destroy artifacts and enchantments, mm-hmm. lands, even though it's mostly but like I do mass. Th- I do think it's still important to to split up the color pie, right? You can't let everybody do everything, but I I agree they're giving everybody at least a chance. Right. Well, there's some things that everybody I, I everybody I, should everybody sh- should be able to kill a creature right. somehow. Right. Like exactly. Green, you fight. You know, red, you deal damage. White, right. you they have to hurt you first. Like, there's all those like right. Black, benchmarks. I or like or, um, with uh, fuck. oh my god, <laughs> what am I blanking on this? Oh, like rapid hibernation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I kill your I kill your dude, but, but you, you get, get a dude. three three. Yeah. Right. There's a, there's a trade back. There's a, a trade off. Black is obviously mm-hmm. fuck you. I'm just gonna kill yeah. everything, and well, there's yeah. no trade back. But that's because black is yeah. But black black gets. Two twos for two, where their drawback is, or, or their uh, their benefit is that there is no drawback, right? And they have a struggle <laughs> with enchantments yeah. and lands and artifacts and stuff like that, well, right? Not, yeah. So, I think with Iona, it was just kind of like because someone cause the way in the I, committee had a really bad day with Iona, and I've know, had a bad day with Iona. When you have there's when it, you have blue, that's possible, right? Because a majority of players play blue. Uh, sure, it's the everybody calls it the. Everybody, Best color. It's the, everybody likes to use it because it's such mm-hmm. an easy crutch to put in a it deck. Is. No, it is really card advantage is so prominent. Well, yeah, blue. Well, and when you need like in a format where drawing cards or having even just card advantage of some yeah. sort is so critical, right? You're right. Blue is a crutch, right? Because right. uh, it's it's control and card draw. So it's it's two of the things that my deck absolutely needs. Yep. Um, and so yeah, I've just been in too many games where. Someone reanimates an Iona, and it just so happens that they can pick the right color. And I'm, you know, they picked black, white, and I'm sitting there with a, a utter end in my hand. Yep. And I'm like, well, shit. Like, I hope I draw something. Yep. Um. I hope I draw that mono black and so one mono black kill right. spell that I well, put in the so, deck. And so I actually think it goes the other way. I think they banned Iona, and because they're banning Iona, they can bring Painter Servant in. I don't think it's a we want Painter Servant in the format. Let's ban Iona. Right. I think it went the other way around. That makes sense. I like think someone they, wanted I think a bad they, I think they decided, someone was like, well, if we're doing that... Why don't we bring back Painter Servant? Right. So I think it, I, that's how I would guess it went, and that's where more, where my thought process would be. That would, yeah, that would make a lot more sense. I, I don't think it's bad to have 
overtly powerful cards in the format. Right. That's that's what our format is, right? It's yeah, it's big we're, dumb shit. It's we're it's building a battle, e- even quick games, even competitive EDH. It's still battle cruiser magic to a certain extent, right? We're yeah. we're trying to build a death ray and kill someone. Right in CEDH, you're just trying to do it a whole lot faster, right? It's a race. Yeah. Whereas in normal, trying to get com- to my Aetherflux reservoir exact, as fast as possible. Exactly. <laughs> Talk about another card that might need to get banned. I don't think it does. I don't think it needs to, but it because most of the I time when be, it comes on the board. Mm-hmm. Someone doesn't have the life, yeah. and they need to build. Do you up know? To the life. Do you know what I saw? What I found pretty recently. Sure. Um, there's this guy. I can't remember his name. Um, well, I'll, I'll look. We'll look it up later. You can put yeah. it in the show notes. Sure. I don't know if there are show notes. There's no show notes. Oh, fair. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's Sorry, this guy. They call him the proxy guy. He has a name. Starts with a Z. Cool. If you type the proxy guy, you'll find him. And so what he does is he makes like. Uh, cool looking fake magic cards, like the real cards, but yeah, he'll yeah. like put a new frame on it or, you know, make a Jace the Mind sculptor that looks like the the San Diego Comic Con black planeswalkers, you know, cards that haven't ever existed, that kind of thing. Oh, here we are. And so this guy actually made a little template for Aetherflux Reservoir. Yeah. So you just look on this chart at how many spells you've cast and it tells you how much total life you would have gained this turn. Oh, wow. Like it does the, because the, the, you gain one, then you gain two, which sure. is three. And then you gain three, so you've gained six so far. Gotcha. And so it tracks how much you would have gained the whole turn. Oh. Um, yeah, so he made this little little this little chart. I actually busted it out on Wednesday. Someone played it uh, Reservoir, and they were kind of going off, and I was like, ooh, here. And I like looked it up on my phone for them. That's funny. Um, That's pretty great. Because I don't know about you, but I, I've definitely been in that situation where like I cast a couple of spells, and I go, oh, shit. All right, so I would have gained four, and then like oh, I normally just whip out my phone. I just start typing. I'm real bad about that. One, (laughs) two, three. Um, (laughs) But but yeah, Aetherflux Reservoirs can be pretty sick too. But yeah, it's all it's all we're all just trying to do dumb stuff, right? And so obviously, I'm for having powerful cards, right? I want I want to play powerful cards. Yeah, you want to, but it's also like prove yourself, exactly. Kill the big spell, yeah. Like get rid of it. Sure. If your deck is if your deck can handle exactly, it will be fine. It's fun. Um, but I do think like when a card's power level is because it keeps everyone else from playing magic and. Again, I don't know if you remember when we first started playing Magic, I, I had a brutal Stax deck. You did? Like, I, I love playing Stax. I threw Contamination St- in my Stax mono black deck. Oh, dude, it's it's fucked up. It's great. Like, Contamination is the worst card ever. Like, <laughs> I love it. Um, so it's really good in Gave, Guru of Spores. Because oh, you okay. can just feed it forever. Right, uh, right. Contamination's an enchantment that you have to sack a creature to every turn, but it makes every land produce one black mana instead of its normal yeah. amount and type. So My favorite interaction is when your opponent has an ancient tomb because it still oh. deals two damage to them, but yeah. only adds one black. Right. Because <laughs> it's like a replacement <laughs> for the mana. It doesn't like take away the ability. I finally picked one up. No, it's great. I finally picked um, up an ancient. I, 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 oh, an ancient. Tomb. I highly recommend contamination if you can if you can swing it in the deck. It, it's it fun. went up. It went Man, up. it makes it's. I think it's reserved. Yeah, I believe um, so. It makes it makes people real upset. Yeah. And my favorite part is they have to read it like three or four times because they don't believe it's as <laughs> as fucked up as it is. Yeah. They're like, it's got to just be non basic lands, right? Or no, it's got to just be this. Or <laughs> you only have to sack one creature a turn to it. It's like not a cumulative. Every, it's like it's like that thing like the stages of grief like they start going into denial (laughs) you know anger anger um and then uh so yeah so but that's i I, that's it has a cost to it right right whereas i think the cost of a card like iona is its mana cost and on a creature you can't rely on the mana cost to be the cost you pay for the effect right right and so 
I think on a creature, mm-hmm. on a card like Iona, having an ability that restrictive or that that has the potential to be that restrictive. Because yeah. think about it. If I'm playing a monocolor deck, it doesn't matter how well I'm doing. If we get down to just me and the player who reanimates an Iona late game, it's I'm not winning. I'm right, losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so cards that, cards that you realistically have zero chance to come back from, right. I don't love. And I think Iona just has more potential for that than a lot of other really powerful cards. Right. Like even even uh, Razaketh, the guy who tutors, he's great. He's scary. But he doesn't keep you from playing Magic. He just makes me play Magic better, right? right like that right. sort of thing. And I, th- and I think that's something Wizards wants too, right? Yeah. And and. They want everybody uh, people, to have fun. A lot of people are like, oh, I wish, I wish they, 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 they blame the community, the, the uh, rules committee, and they're like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They need to just give the reins over to Wizards. If you don't think Wizards is calling the shots, you're stupid. Right. Like, if you Wizards, don't think Wizards isn't Wizards in on is, that conversation. Wizards is telling them what they're looking at. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. no way these guys make 100% of the decision, Not right? At all. Wizards just being nice, letting them keep their name on it right. is what I'm guessing. Well, the command zone just did their summit thing. Yeah. That was a little weird. But I, did, I didn't, I couldn't make it through the whole thing. I, I couldn't I, I got, Well, what got me is in previous years, they've actually had people there and they, it's like a conversation, it's like a round table. Yeah. And this year it was like pre recorded, like, yeah. statements or something it was weird it yeah, just didn't feel like the same about, they would talk so i like lost about... i lost interest because it wasn't a summit or a right. round table you know yeah but whatever that was like a thing when i first started uh my friend was like are you gonna are you gonna like have people on skype i'm like no I, yeah. i'd rather just it's... i'd rather just wait mm-hmm. i'd rather wait and exactly. see if they came into town or something like that or i somehow miraculously ended up where they are i'd rather right. just sit down with a person and i understand that that's kind of like it kind of It'll limit you, but It'll limit if, that's me. How, if that's how you prefer to do it. Right. I'd rather just sit down cares? with the person. Right. Yeah. And the human interaction part is important. I want to shake the person's hand yeah. and be like, hey, how you been? So, yeah, I think the ban list the ban list creates a lot of friction, but I, I think the, the key thing to remember... The Paradox Engine was a good call. Paradox Engine was a, a good call. It was... I'm it, mad that I didn't get yeah. this. I, uh, Elliot and, and I talked about it. I was like, I'm holding on to him just in well, case yeah. they're like, Urza's too broken, we're going to ban yeah. him and bring it back. Yeah, you never know. And like, I'm, I mean, I, I own a foil Prophet of Crufix still, still sitting in a box. I own two. Yeah. I bought a I, I bought a Dude, you I bought know a foil promo one just in nice. case uh, Oathbreaker yeah. actually like hit the traction that everybody yeah. was talking because it's it's legal it's legal in <laughs> well, it. Well, here, here's the thing I, I I have like three Oathbreaker decks together right now. Okay. Um. So Oathbreaker for people who aren't familiar, just oh, like yeah. Commander, except you get to play a Planeswalker as your commander instead of a legendary creature. Ooh, we'll talk about uh, that in um, a second. Yeah. You're done explaining this. Yeah, yeah. And so the deck the deck smaller, slight differences, but yeah, I've got a few Oathbreaker decks. Yeah. And Prophet of Crufix should be banned. Always. I've, I've played, so I have Nissa, the blue-green Nissa, sure. with Court of Calling yeah, as yeah, my yeah. spell, which is disgusting. <laughs> I bet. Um, I, that's You know how I'm that like, oh, I play gross. a deck a few times, and I win, and yeah. I get bored and take it apart. Sure. That's, I think she's on the chopping block at the moment. <laughs> um, but sh- I landed a early Prophet of Crufix, which when you have uh, Court of Calling in your command zone, it's just absurd. Right. Just every turn, I get to pull out. I get to tutor for whatever creature put it into play. Right. Um. And so yeah, I I like it was a good reminder that you know even though a bunch of people belly ached and said it didn't need to be banned, it absolutely did. Yeah. Um. And so that's 
so that's where I that's where I go on the I think we should kind of wipe the slate clean and and start over almost. Right. Because when you've got something All like, you need to do is ask people to post well, the yeah. gameplay on Twitter yeah. and or Reddit. Fuck well, it. Reddit. And that's where and that's and where And watch the games. You know, I get I get the idea of the rules committee and you know, I'm sh- like they're they're great people, right? I, yeah. I get it. I I, I, I like the, it. I watch the SEG Yeah. Some uh, their their little their little thing, thing. Yeah. yeah 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 their it's, panel sorry. they're great but uh, the the further we get into it the more and more I think we just we just need to give the reins to Watsi like they've got the resources to actually see you know yeah, just the give data the, just give the guy the like what, give the guys the job like what kind of or yeah that's the other thing like just hire them on hire them on and and I don't know if they get if they are employees somehow if they get paid I don't think they I, mean, I don't they think they judges, do so, anything so some of them could still okay. be judging or something well like yeah that. oh I'm sure they are yeah um why not judge? but yeah I just like I think some of them do uh, and and commentary. I think well and I think part of it too is that some people assume that it's the it's like like you said when we first started talking about this oh somebody on the rules committee must have had a real bad bad day or yeah, yeah, yeah. Must have run into a, a Iona deck that was too good or something like right. that. And honestly, I, I don't think that's the case. If that were the case, we'd see cards banned every ban ban announcement, and we don't. Right. I think they probably. I'm going to assume that they hop on the Reddit trains. Oh, I'm and sure go deep they've in got the to they, right to see what the community. Well, I think that's saying. why they've they've grabbed. So they they started that little like uh, their inner circle with like where like Josh and and some other content creators are right where yeah. they're not like in the committee. But right. they, but they're they're there to there to facilitate. Like, what are the people saying? What do right. the people want? Because th- these guys that are judges, they just don't have the resources, right? right. Um, and like I said, I think you're dumb if you don't think Watsi's already calling the shots. Yeah, yeah. But I think telling people that Watsi's calling the shots could yeah. do a lot for the community. Because yeah. I think some people get bent out of shape. Like, oh, what these fucking six judges who play Commander decided I can't play this card anymore. Right, right. And I get how it can feel that way sometimes. Right. So I think it would feel different if Watsi was saying, yeah. "No, you can't play this card anymore." Yeah. How? Here's a here's actually one of the hot topics of Commander. Mm-hmm. What uh, with because Oathbreaker happened. Mm-hmm. Oathbreaker's cool. I built a few decks, I, but I, I just like put so far. too much of my money stuff in there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm pulling that shit out. Yeah. An EDH my deck with my it. first few decks, the first few decks I made were all a little too good. Right. Because it's just, it's so easy. Your deck is so, so for, to give everyone a real rundown, instead of 100 cards, it's 60 cards, yep. which includes your commander. And then you pick a signature spell. So any spell in their color identity, an instant or sorcery. Um, and you get that in your command zone that you can cast just like your commander. Same commander tax, everything. The only catch is you have to have your planeswalker under your control to do right. it. Um, so that's the rundown. Oh, uh, 20 life instead of 40 right. was designed by healthcare workers, like <laughs> nurses, yeah, yeah, yeah. who wanted to play magic during their lunch break. But you can't you can't get an EDH game in in, no. in a half-hour lunch. Yeah. So this, this Oathbreaker format is meant to be a lot quicker. Right. Um, and from what it feels like so far, basically you're you're all just swinging haymakers until somebody wins, right? Right. Because right. you can be you can make a lot more powerful of a deck. Um, and yeah, I, I that's the trap I ran into. Yeah. I built I've built three decks so far, and all three have been like aggressively yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So the first one was the newest Nissa, the one that makes your forest tap for an oh, extra yeah. green. Um, and then her signature <laughs> spell uh, is Rude Awakening. Oh yeah, you so, just make them two twos, yeah. and they're indestructible, right? No, not 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 to start out with. So rude awakening. Oh, sorry, not rude awakening. No, not rude. She can That's make them, Sylvan. You're, yeah, you're thinking this. The other one. Sylvan I toyed with that, um, but the making them the creatures isn't the most important part. 
So with with Rude Awakening, it's an entwined spell. So it's a yeah. choose one, or you can pay two extra to do both. And you either untap all your lands, or they all become 2-2 two, two creatures. Right. And so the play pattern is usually turn three or four. I'm playing Nyssa, because I've ramped. Yep. Uh, I plus her, make one of my land. She makes your lands three, three dudes forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is cool because she can come in and kind of protect herself. Right. Real real easy. At least have a blocker. Yeah. And then, um, so then the next turn, if you get to untap for that, like turn four or whatever, you you win. Right. So you play your land, you tap out, and this is making them tap for double mana. You root awakening to untap. You've definitely got mana floating. The idea is to float more mana than the commander ta- the two right. two mana commander taxes. Sure. And so basically, you root awakening as many times as you can to generate as much money mana as you can. Yep. Cast uh cast your whatever in your hand makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But the the thing is, then you you root awakening one more time yep. entwined. Uh-huh. So you un you untap them all, but now they're two two creatures. Right. Um. Cool interaction. She puts. She makes one of your lands a zero zero okay. and puts three plus one plus one counters on it. Oh wow! Um, so cool, <laughs> cool interaction when you root awakening and make them all two two creatures. Yeah, the ones that are already creatures become two two creatures. Right. So instead of a zero zero with three plus one plus one counters, it's a two two with three plus one plus one counters. Oh wow! So it grows all of the ones that she's already animated. So late game, it's really good too. Um, but basically, you you root awakening so you have a lot of mana and all your lands are dudes, and then you overrun, and usually you can kill one or two people on turn four. Right. Five. That makes sense. Um, so obviously it was a little, a little more powerful than what everyone else brought to sure. the table. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, well, what's what's not powerful? Creatures. I'll play creatures. I'll win with combat, right? Yeah. Not like combo combat like this. So then I built the Nissa deck, and like we just mentioned, yeah. too good. It right. was too good. Having Court of Calling. Court of Calling <laughs> is a, a tutor for a creature that puts it into play, but yep. it has Convoke, so you can tap your creatures to help pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it sidesteps the commander tax, and that's what I figured out. Anything you can sidestep commander tax yep. in, in this format is too well, that's good. Like, that's Sahili, Treasure Cruise, that's Dig Through Time. Right, or the um, Sahili Which, yeah, that'll, br- that'll, that'll bring us to the third deck I built. The Sahili so- Thoughtcast deck. I built it just to see what have it you gotten? Have you gotten to play it at all? No. It's stupid. It's so good. My buddy built a Tezzeret. It's the bridge Tezzeret. So I cast the newest Tezzeret. So I played uh, a game. So so the, the, all you need to know about what this deck is like is the commander and her signature spell. So you play the newest Sahili, the one that pumps out servos when you cast non-creature spells. I'm not going to mention the other thing she does because it doesn't matter. Nope. Then um, you, as your signature spell, you play Thought Cast. Thought Cast, five mana spell, one blue, four generic. Draw two cards, but it has affinity for artifacts. Yep. Um, and so again, it, when you whenever you can get rid of commander tax, uh, the, I've played one game with her that I won handily. Yep. And in that game, throughout the course of that game, I cast thought cast twelve times, times yeah, yeah, yeah. and I never paid more than one blue mana for it. And now you can throw the and that's absurd. And like now you can throw Urza in the deck. Yeah, exactly. Burt. Yep. <laughs> And so, yeah, so the deck basically you just play all the cantrips. I, and I think I think the, the, the secret play here is that this deck is more spells than it is artifacts. Yes. I actually don't think you play very many artifacts. No, like you run you Tormod's the, Crypt. You, you run... Smart. Yeah, you run all the zero drops. Zeros and ones that are yeah. good, like... Um, the ones that you can sack and draw yeah, a card like off the, of. the like any of the baubles yeah. or the Chromatic Star or Chromatic Sphere. I think yeah. those are fine. 
Um, but yeah, basically, you just want to churn through your deck as quick as possible. And then drop the Lab Maniac yep. or, the, or the new Jace. Yeah, it's either it's either a Lab Maniac win or um, I think in mine I run something that like gives all my dudes plus one plus one haste. Or you can just real do quick. Grape Shot. Yeah. So or Goblin Bombardment. There's there's a ton of Apex ways. Impact Tremors. Exactly. Just be a dick about it. There's yeah. a lot of ways you can win in yeah, this yeah, deck. Yeah. She was when I when you were talking about it. I'm yeah, like, I that's think, so. Stupid. I think you could just drop a Perforos in the deck if you're yeah. feeling saucy. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. I think she's the most absurd one I've seen. Like yeah. com- combination in terms of you know what spell do you put with what planeswalker? Right. Um, that one just seems absurd. Uh, another one I like that I've been toying with the newest Soren. No, not newest. The the from War of the, the Spark. Vengeful? I think so. Blood Lord or he's whatever. The, he's the, the black white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gives all your dudes lifelink, whatever. Yeah. He can ping your opponent, whatever. Where I like him, he's got a minus X that reanimates a creature with CMC oh, okay. X. So I was thinking run him with Buried Alive sure. as your spell. And so turn, theoretically, turn five, you can um, reanimate a. I think you can do a six drop or lower. Gotcha. So. Which turn five isn't great, but like if I ramp on turn two and I'm doing it turn four, three or four, like that's not out of the question. If you've got a hot hand, Um, you probably would play Dark Ritual on that deck, huh? Absolutely. Because you have to run all the fast mana that you can. Yeah. Because they ban Soul Ring. Yeah, yeah. Soul Ring. All the real fast mana they ban. Yeah. It's really funny that they. It's interesting. Like half the time, I think I am an advocate. I dude, I never say that word right. My wife makes fun of me all the time. (laughs) Um, whatever. Um, sometimes I do. I do argue for you know, like banning banning that stuff. Right. Like, would Commander be better if we didn't have Mana Crypt, Soul Ring, Mana Vault, Grim Monolith, or I think they might leave Grim Monolith in. Um, well, but, well but Grim, like, Grim Monolith is a combo piece, so it's kind of mean right. to take away another combo piece, right. especially after taking away. The, no, true, true. The, the like, it's I don't, not even a combo no, piece. I don't it's think, just a fuck you. I don't think Grim Monolith is is good enough to get no. the ban. But sometimes I think about it. Should you know the crypt, the ring, and the and the vault be banned? I think the crypt and the vault. If anything, you you get rid of the crypt and the vault. I think Soul Ring has just become so iconic within. Commander, so ubiquitous. Yeah, it's so. It comes in every single pre-constructed mm-hmm. deck. Yeah. It is what it is. It's just no, the it's ring. True. It's just the ring. And that is, you know, I will say, like when I was when you were when you're first starting Commander, that is one of those iconic, like, oh, yeah. and you can play Soul Ring in this format because that's a card. That's a card. If you're a player from back in the day, yeah, it's a card you can't play anywhere. You right. can't play it in any format. It's, it's just too good. Right. Like two mana for one. Fuck Power Nine, dude. Soul Ring is. The power one, right. like Soul Ring, belongs in that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I agree. Like Black Lotus is great, but I think Soul Ring is better than everything but Black Lotus and maybe Ancestral. Oh, Ancestral Recall. Yeah, <laughs> Ancestral Recall is pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. One mana, draw three cards. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. Same cycle as Giant Growth. <laughs> it is. I, right. <laughs> I, I was going to ask, how do you feel about people, you know, talking about having all planeswalkers as the commander in commander i actually was uh was for this like i'm for it too traditionally i've always been for it i i frankly am really surprised watsy has never just pulled the trigger right um i i get that they've like that you know they've released several commander several planeswalkers now that can be your commander which i think is great yeah um i the only problem, like the only issue, is that we might need to ban two or three planeswalkers that otherwise are fine for the format. Like they would just be too good as your commander. Well, you can just ban them as the commanders. They're not going to do that. 
Like Rofelios? Well, well, they don't do that anymore. So they, they used to do that where they had a separate band list. Oh, right. They just and kept they, it and they merged it. Yeah. Thing, yeah. So I don't think they'll go back to that. Right. But like, I, off the top of my head, I can't even think of any that we'd have to ban right away. No. Like anything that seems too good, there's a command. There's like a, a creature commander that does right. it. And if people are able to play planeswalkers as their commanders, removal will shift with the meta, right? Like I think I that w- that was kind of the strange thing that when the new when what was it? Oh, War of the Spark. Mm-hmm. When War of the Spark was like. Kill a planeswalker. Kill everything has a kill a planeswalker. Yep. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't even want to play a planeswalker no, yeah, as now, my commander. Anymore. Yeah, right. Because if I start playing with my buddies, they're like, okay, they're, I'm just going to toss gonna that. Add that stuff, right? Because they're all yeah. twenty five cent cards. Oh yeah. Um, like, right, yeah the, el- the elder spell. In, in my experience, the elder spell has been a really gross signature spell for Oathbreaker. Oh okay. Uh, someone, that makes sense. someone in my group plays the the new the uh, uncommon Veraska. Oh, with yeah. Elder Spell and they're they are Death Touch Tribal. Right. It's a pretty fun looking deck, but it's absurd. Like nobody will play their commander because he could just two mana peace out, peace out, and make, put extra counters on his. Like, right. um, so yeah. So I I think it would be totally safe to do. And for, for me, it just seems like a home run, right? You know, if the Planeswalkers are your mascot, plain, like Jace is Mickey Mouse. Right. Jason Liliana or Mickey Mouse. Absolutely. Now why Mini, now why in your most popular format that highlights a card that leads your deck into battle, who is your general, he's your right. commander. Yeah. Why can't that be your mascot? Right. Like that that's where like the marketing in me goes, all right, we got this format that sells a shit ton of cards. Um, most people play it. But our most popular characters can't lead your army. Like when, when even the, though when the, in the lore, when the whole when army. the whole gimmick of the format is that you've got this legendary character yep. leading your army into battle. Right. Why can't it be a planeswalker? So that that's that's been my argument the whole time. Like I don't, I, I haven't looked enough at the cards to know if it would be bad. Right? right. Like frankly, I don't give a shit. Like commander gets kind of squirrely nowadays anyway right sure. you know we're talking about a card they just had to ban for being too good that's an artifact like stood around for a while it had it, a good it run. Was, yeah it had a good run but like if the worst thing people are worried about is that we might have to ban a couple of planeswalkers who cares like yeah to be completely honest you know? i can't think of one off the, off top, the top of, of my head, head i can't think of anybody that's too busted M- maybe maybe the newest bolas the the dragon god like yeah, but he's not every. Good. Yeah, he's but if good, you're, a, but he's not like broken. Yeah, you're not gonna see. No, I haven't he, he's played. Good, he's good if everybody is playing right. a planeswalker it's as their commander. Re, right, exactly. Yeah, if everybody's playing a planeswalker. I'd be well, like, here's the thing. Hey, I bro, think I'm I, not gonna play my commander. I think I think Bolas is is a pretty decent planeswalker, even if he can't copy any abilities, though. Oh, dude, he's, he's great. He's five mana. His plus draws you a card. His minus kills a creature, and his alt can win you the game. Yep. Like, <laughs> I think I just described most planeswalkers. Um, but Bo- but Bolas is cool as shit. Like, right. Um, yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head that like yeah that'd be like legitimately cool. seems scary. There's pro- there's probably a handful that make really good decks. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's some that I'm not even thinking of that make real good decks. Well, most like green slash. Probably yeah, like green and red decks. Yeah. They, they they would have a fine time having creatures out to protect them. Yeah, like yeah. or white, yeah. white, white and green. Those are, those are good colors. But think about pre- the colors we're talking about that would be best. They're not the colors that are normally best, right? right. So like, are are we really giving them too much? That would be my only yeah. worry. Right. Are we giving any color too much equity by letting it have X planeswalker as their commander? And and if the answer is yes. Ban it. Just ban it. Right. Like, I think we're. 
It would be cool if they gave it a test run like they did the yeah. Un for oh, like a so. month. Yeah. yeah. If they gave it a oh, test run, hey, Commander, uh, for a we've, month and a half. We've talked about it in my play group for every once in a while. We'll we'll talk about doing it for a while. We haven't ever tried it, but I think I think it's something we might try here That's what pretty I, soon. Um, uh, Commander versus yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they've Star done City. that right. They they break the rules they all, do the that time. all the time. Well, that's I mean that's like you listen to Mar- Morrow, Mark Morrow, anybody who. I keep saying, I keep mentioning him. Anyone who doesn't know who Mark Rosewater is, he's the lead designer on Magic. Yes. He, if you like Magic, he's probably responsible. Right. Um, and so even he says that like Magic's just a set of uh, a set of rules that you can use to play any game. Yep. Right. Like look at Popper versus Commander. They're so different. Yep. Just in in terms of the, the gameplay. Right. You know. Um, and so that's that's what he says. It's one system of rules that you can enjoy many, many different ways. Right. And so I think the takeaway there is just if you don't like what Watsy's doing, if you don't like what the commander committee is doing, right, just talk to your pals. talk to your play group and, and play magic the way you want. Right. I've I've got a silver bordered deck for Christ's sake. Right. I have a contraption EDH <laughs> deck that I played two weeks ago. Like that's so great. You just sit down and you go, hey, I've got this deck. It's got some silver bordered cards. It's all, all about contraptions. It's not the busted um, ones that'll make the game well, super well, crazy. Well, yeah. Well, and I think that's important to say. And like, and then you, you get to the point where like, are they lying? But like, if somebody's pulling out a silver bordered deck and lying about what's in it, then yeah. like, they, you don't want them in your play group. The D&D sword. Kick them out. If but anybody, like, if anybody were to yeah. be like, I have the d and I have sword, sword. of D&D. No problem. Fuck it's yeah. Fine. <laughs> I'd be like, if you roll a 20, I'm going to be pumped for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's it's fine. Um, yeah. It's not any worse than a Paradox engine, right? right. So who cares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, like, uh, it, you know, if there's something you want to do, we have a, we had a player who wanted uh, to run an, a Nephilim as their commander. So we Hell let yeah. them. Like, so, like, little shit like that, I don't see those any, should have been any problem. I, and frankly, everyone involved with the design of those cards agrees. Yeah. Like, um, I think, well, just put the legendary. Well, right commander, commander wasn't a thing back then. Right. right. Not even EDH, really. So, right. like, it really wasn't a thing. Right. It, that was like, so they never really so thought about it. So they didn't think about it. Like, he, they, like, you talk to any, like, design person who was around then, and yeah. that's what they say. They're like, yeah. We kind of we we can't just add it now because it goes against some of our like errata policies, right. but because they don't like they don't like errata functional errata like they'll okay. they'll errata something to fall in line with like the wording now, right? right, right. Um, but they won't they don't like to errata if it like changes any target the ability. Right? Yeah, so like that's fine, right. that's errata they don't mind. But like on um what was the what was the example? Um the the big the big kind of example of this is. I think it's Winter Orb and Howling Mine are the two cards you look at. Yeah, so cap. one card, so both cards, and they both work this way now. They've got, they've caught up to where they both work the same way. Yep. So back in the day when Magic first started, an artifact only did its effect if it was untapped. So like if I tapped your Paradox Engine, it wouldn't do anything. Gotcha. Way back in like Alpha. Um, and that's where you get like, so back then artifacts had three, they were either continuous artifacts, mono artifacts. Sure. And then there was another one, but oh, poly artifact. So poly artifact, mono artifact, continuous. Continuous just did their effect as long as they were untapped. Right. Poly, you could activate as many times because keep in mind back then they didn't have the tap symbol. Gotcha. And then a mono artifact, you could use its ability, but it tapped it. So like uh, a Mox was a mono artifact. Gotcha. Um, Rocket Launcher, which I'm sure you don't know, um, was a poly artifact. No, I didn't. Rocket Launcher is a two mana artifact. You pay two mana, deal one damage to any target, and then sacrifice Rocket Launcher. (laughs) 
but you can do that as many times as you want. So you sit there and you pump as much mana as you can into it, and for every two mana sure. you get one damage. And then it gotcha. goes, it's like single use, okay. but you can pump, do as many shots as you want in one sitting. Right. You, in response, keep activating it. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, that's how it used to work. Right. So the big the big example was Winter Orb and Howling Mine. They both were artifacts of this era, yep. so they were intended to turn off when tapped. Right. They dropped that rule in 6th edition. Okay. And in 6th edition, reprinted Howling Mine. Right. But not Winter Orb. Of course. They decided they still wanted Howling Mine to work like that, so they added the text, if Howling Mine is untapped, that player draws a card, right? Like right. whatever. If it's tapped, no one Nothing happens, yeah, but nothing if it's untapped. Happens. So they add the, the, the beginning of each player's draw step, if Howling Mine is untapped, yep. um, which wasn't there before. But since Winter Orb didn't get reprinted in this set, they didn't change the wording. Sure. It just, it, 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 it in Oracle, like it stayed the same. So then it wasn't until Winter Orb got reprinted again that they actually Put the changed text. the wording if so that on. it worked the way they wanted it to. Right. Um, so that when it and comes I'm, to your I'm, turn, you could well, tap I'm it. I'm fuzzy on like, the, like all of the details of how that happened, but basically like that's one example. You can go back and look. They won't do errata that changes how a card works, but sure. like if they're reprinting it, sometimes they will. Yeah, it's just something they they play with really weird. Obviously, nowadays they've gotten a lot more comfortable with it. I don't know if you were familiar with the uh, Johnny's Pride Mate travesty or controversy. No. So a few months before like War <laughs> of the Spark previews started, okay. they uh, reprinted a Johnny's Pride Mate in like a, a dual deck, or not a dual deck, uh, like the Planeswalker decks, like yeah, the starter yeah. decks. Um, and at that point, so the, the deal was they knew that a Johnny's Pride Mate was going to be in War of the Spark. Right. They hadn't revealed it yet. And they're co- recently running into a lot of issues where cards... Uh, are inconvenient the way they work on arena so a card a card that gives you a choice is really inconvenient to code because you have to you basically stop the game and have to ask do you want to gain a life or do you want to put a plus one plus one counter on this oh. and you have to click yeah i do right where where an ability like a johnny's pride made which says whenever you gain life put a plus one plus one counter on it. Yep. What it used to say was whenever you gain life, you may put a plus one plus one counter on it. So it came out in this in this Planeswalker deck with different text, Ooh. which said just put a, it, didn't, it took away the may, so you had to do it. And people were like, well, I didn't think you guys did this. I didn't think you did functional errata. And they kind of were, they were, they acted weird about it because yeah. they couldn't just come out and say, oh, it's in War of the Spark because we were like months off of War of the Spark previews. Right. So they just had to say, well, we changed it for Arena. And people were weirded out because it was like, well, so you printed this card just to make a change for Arena when that really wasn't the truth. They made the change because it was about to be in a huge uh, standard set that was yeah. going to be on Arena and very popular. Right. Um. So yeah, that caused a bunch, ruffled a lot of feathers. Um. For the yeah, for the people because are... like people who play Paper Magic get weird, man. They do not like it when we do things to better the online play, which I think is kind of odd. <laughs> that is a little odd. I, I like. I, frankly, I don't gonna... think it matters much <laughs> that we change a, Bron- a Johnny's Pride mate. To it's not to, a May ability yeah, anymore. Because that's something that's gonna affect point zero zero one. It's it's the it's the mana burn thing. And right. I think I love the story about mana burn because I think it's it's 
good to remember this when you're looking at other things similar, like like right. this situation. So the I've never you, actually heard the full no, you, story you don't know of, the, the Manaborn story. I know about what happened with Manaborn. So yeah, I just never heard the actual it's, story. It's real quick, actually. So Mark Rosewater, yeah. they're they're you know talking about moving forward, and it was I think it was M10. Okay, they made a bunch of rule changes, kind of like they did back in sixth edition. Sure, it was either tenth edition or M10. Okay, I think it was M10. Um, and one of the things they were toying with was getting rid of mana burn. So way back in the day, uh, for the listeners, if you had mana in your pool yep. and you passed to the next phase, the next turn, whatever, um, your mana emptied like it does now, but it also dealt one damage to you for each mana that left your pool. Um, and then the rule was that if it couldn't reduce you to zero. So if you were at one, no amount of mana burn could kill you. Right. Um, but a lightning bolt from the other person would. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> around shock. around M10, when they were planning on a lot of these changes, they took damage away off of the stack. Damage just happened now. Um, just absurd. Damage using the stack was just stupid. You could put the damage on the stack, sack your creature, and it still dealt its damage. Like right. it, it was your your Sakura Tribe Elder could deal damage right. and Isn't sack that why for a land. Rune of the Hidden Realm is good. Because of that, right? Yeah, he used. Yeah, he would have been good in that era. Um, but now, now that doesn't exist anymore. You don't put damage on the stack; it just happens. Um, right. And so, M10, they're looking at a lot of these changes. And one of the things that had gotten brought up was getting rid of mana burn. People were like, "I think we can get rid of mana burn." So, what Morrow tells his team is, he says, "All right, guys, we're going to play for one month. We're going to play for the next month, like mana burn doesn't exist." Okay. I want you guys to take notes, you know, and then at the end of the month, we'll we'll talk about what happened sure. and see if it makes sense if we can pull uh, pull mana burn off. Right. We can get rid of mana burn, and after a month of, of play, and I mean these guys, they, this is their fucking job. They play they play test all day every day. Every day. so like a lot of games got played. With blank get, cards. Like well, like a month doesn't sound like a long time, but like oh, you can when get you're, so many games when you're, in yeah, a day. Exactly. <laughs> so. They came I could play th- all day. Yeah, right. We could, if we if we <laughs> we could do that. We used to do that. We, we used to meet that. up at ten o'clock and leave at ten o'clock. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just, oh, I love those oh days. man. They yeah, I miss that. Um, and so uh, they played for a month straight. Sure. And they get back together at the end of the month, and Maro says, "All right, guys, what uh, what what do we find out about this mana burn thing?" And it hadn't come up the entire month. There was never a situation where mana burn existing or not mattered. Oh, with life total? Yeah. For for one month, mana burn never mattered. Right. They never ran into a situation where it would have mattered whether mana burn existed or not. Right. So they came to the decision that they could probably get rid of mana burn then yeah, yeah, yeah. if it never came up. Right. <laughs> oh, if you had, you know, <laughs> you left two mana open that one time and you could have died because of that. Right. Yeah, or like, you know, that. noting every time like, oh, yeah, today I... You know, I had a mana flare out, and but I couldn't spend all the mana. But I didn't take damage because mana flare, mana burn isn't a thing. Right, that never happened. Right. Like they never had that situation come up. Um, That's too funny. Yeah. You want another drink? Oh, uh, I think I'm good still. You're good. Yeah, cool. I'm alright. Cool, 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 cool. You? I'm good. I'm okay. Fine. Cool. It's more for you. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, no, I've been going slow. I've been talking a lot, but yeah, I guess that's that's the, that's point. the point, right? That is the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. No, I think I think Magic's in a really good place right now, I and think I think so too. I think moving forward, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you heard about the the TV show, right? 
Oh, dude, I'm pumped. I'm pretty excited. It's on Netflix. I was. It's pre- going to be animated. Yeah, I was happy that you they know, said. You know who's making it, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, 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 Russos. the Russos. So like, I'm really excited. I'm really excited what they do too because they yeah. did such a good job. They did on Endgame and Infinity War. They yeah. did. I fuck, man. I think. Yeah, what you posted. <laughs> when you posted about Endgame, you were like, "Oh yeah. everything I needed." No more, yeah, no, no less. Yeah, no more, no yeah. less. Yeah, I well, obviously, I didn't want to spoil anything. Of I, course, I saw it pretty early. Like I saw it opening weekend. Yeah, um, this motherfucker. Do you know what someone did to me? They didn't get me, but they tried. Someone sent me a direct message on Reddit, like a personal message, like they personally messaged me. Yeah. To tell to spoil in game. Like, oh, saw your post, and also blah 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 blah. Ha ha ha. Like, that was their message. I didn't look at it because I stayed off the internet for, like, the three days leading up to Endgame. My buddy didn't stay off of it. Yeah, did he get it ruined? He did. He was <sighs> like, okay. He got the... How long has it been since it's out? Oh, it's been, like, a month. Two months. Now? Yeah. We could probably talk about it, right? Yeah. If there's Can we, a, here, it, spoiler alert. There we go. Spoiler alert. If spoiler you, alert. If this is somehow a spoiler alert for you, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry you haven't seen it. But we're game. just going to say the thing now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, he, he got... Uh, we'll give you one more second. You have five. You have like one more second to get off. If you need to pause, pause now. Go see Endgame and then come back. Yeah, yeah. We're going to say it now. Yeah, go ahead yeah. and say when, it, Shane. When, uh, when Cap... He got Cap spoiled for him. Oh. I, you know, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. But... That's, oh no no no! Sorry, he did get Tony. He get Tony. He got Tony. Yeah. So Tony dies. Yeah, Tony dies, which I thought was fitting. It was. It was. I know. In, Endgame was one of those movies for me, and I for for the listeners, as much as I like magic, I probably like Marvel comics more. Yeah. Um, it was funny. Somebody at work the other day because they know they know how into it I am. Um, somebody was like, AJ, who who's your favorite? Marvel villain? Who's your favorite? Because they know I like Marvel. They know I don't care for DC that much. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Batman. But I was a twelve-year-old boy, so I feel like That's everyone. That's the sad part about DC. Everybody loves Batman, but yeah. no one else really. I just don't. They're making another Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's gonna hurt that my... isn't a sequel to the other one. It's, it's not. like not the same. But it, but Margot Robbie's in it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's and then she's getting her own show. I like that's I my that's doing. my thing with Warner Brothers. I just don't know what the fuck they're doing anymore, right? No. Like they're it, fucking up. They're fucking up I, Harry Potter movies. <sighs> I don't. I don't. I dis- heard the new Fantastic Beasts oh. was ass. Oh really? Ass. I just don't. I don't <laughs> get what they think they're doing. Like the the, the the thing the thing that like showed me that they have no idea what they're doing. Um, I was reading an article the other day sure. about how bad Justice League was, and I didn't remember this from when it came out. But apparently, Warner's was like stupid rigid and stupid like bullheaded about the runtime, like. Okay. No more than two hours. They said can't be a second over two hours, um, which apparently hamstrung Zack Snyder. Like they had to cut a bunch from the movie. Um, from what I understand, that's like a big reason why the movie feels so odd. That makes sense. And it just blows my mind because how stupid do they feel right now? Because that Endgame was made three hours. It was three, like almost four hours. It was yeah, over. Yeah. It was like three and twenty, right? Yeah, yeah it was three. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And and it. It was like watching. And, it was like watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and it's, it's about amazing. and it's and it's about to be the top grossing film. Like it is the top grossing film. Nah, we're I, still behind like seven mil, seven hundred million or something, or like a hundred million or something. Behind what? The Avatar still. 
No way. Yeah. It oh, de- it won the opening weekend. Well, thing. it depends. It, it depends because, and I think traditionally, Avatar's trash. Well, I think traditionally, sorry everybody. No, Avatar was trash. I'm sorry, James Cameron. Did you really write this movie since you were in high school? Because the hard to get metal that everyone's fighting for is literally called unobtainium. That was super fucking creative, dude. You did a really good job. And I feel like that's that's the one thing you say, and you realize the rest of the movie's just like that. Don't get me wrong, the the it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's very re- it's real pretty. I can't it's I can't deny the pretty. Like I, I remember it's I saw awesome. it, I saw it in 3D when it came out, like yeah. in the IMAX, Super like the whole pretty. thing, and it was great. It just it treats you like looking. a dumbass. It treats you like you're an it idiot. Just, it just doesn't have a very good plot, right? No. And like. It's you, not. It's not that it's a. It's not that it's a bad plot. It, it's, it's just an overplayed plot. Well, no, it's a movie that. It, and, and and I I have heard this from most people I've talked to about the subject yeah. that most people I talked to really enjoyed it when it first came out. But it is one of those movies that gets worse every time you watch it. Right. Yeah, because it's, it's three hours, and, and it's not good enough to be. And right. so, I just that's what on the whole like He's end game got like six more coming. I know. Maybe I don't, that, that's been that's been the that's been the story since the first one came it's out. Not, so like it's like official on shit, IMDb. Shit or get though. off the pot though, dude. Like get right. it together. I don't know. I'm I love you, James Cameron, but I thought Avatar was pretty bad. Titanic's your best. Titanic was great. I watched Titanic in 3D when it came out again when it got re released. Oh, did you? That do was that? fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, give me give me a wicked headache. I bet. <laughs> I don't like 3D nowadays. No, I don't like 3D movies. I used to I, I'll go see the I'll go see the regular old one. 3D was great. Was things it? actually popped just, out at just, your face? It just gives me a headache. Oh, absolutely. So like you a it's hard. Like Endgame. Like someone asked me, Are "You gonna go to Endgame in 3D?" And I was like, "For a movie that's almost four hours, no, thank you. No, I, you, um, you, you I won't you, enjoy it. You know. Um, more power to you if You'd you do. Take some ibuprofen yeah, while you're fucking fuck, doing it, dude. Yeah, it'd be rough. Um, uh, but yeah, I, th- what they're what Marvel's doing with the movies, I think, is fantastic. Now DC's fucking up. Um, DC is DC is dropping the ball. I, it, I think if they were more clear about what they were doing, like I heard Shazam was supposed heard, to be what I heard, fantastic. I heard Shazam Shazam was pretty good, but from what I've heard, it's in this weird spot because it still tried to do a bunch of stuff with like. The Henry Cavill, the Justice League characters, like and make make right. references to that, but well, he's uh, doing but, appara- but apparently they're done with that. Like they're not doing anything with this this shared universe anymore. So like, what are we what are we even doing? Like, why are well, we- they were already? Ju- the, with the, I think their biggest problem is they were jumping into their multiverse before Marvel's even done their multiverse. I, I think it, the big problem is they just they they they'd have been fine. Yeah. If if they'd have done a halfway decent job with the scripts, right? The, I mean, look at look at Suicide Squad. They didn't like what the director was doing in the editing room. So you know what they did? I don't, you may not know this. Do you know why Suicide Squad feels so bad when you watch it? They chopped Be- like twenty minutes. I know they chopped twenty minutes of Jared Leto's performance out of uh, it. Well, that. But the big thing, which is hilarious, they because- uh, the higher ups didn't like what David Ayer was doing in the editing room, so they fired him as the editor. And do you know who they brought in? No. They brought in the company that cut the trailer. You know, the company that hasn't ever cut a movie together that specifically does trailers. Does trailers. They don't do films. They don't do motion pictures. They do trailers and music videos. So that's why Suicide Squad feels like a long drawn out bad music video. Not not that it's their fault. That's just not what they do. You know, right. if I if I brought they were a, out of their comfort, if zone. I brought a, a heating and air conditioning guy in to fix my toilet, he'd fuck it up. Like Probably. he might get it together, but it won't be perfect. Right. And so it's like the same thing. Like they just thought they could bring these guys in with no experience, nothing. Yeah. And it would just be okay. Yeah. And so it's it's decisions like that. It's like not even like or croc. 
I, croc I, I, was dumb. I would have rather seen yeah. a big CGI croc <laughs> over the croc that we got. I don't mind whoever played Croc. Yeah. I didn't mind. I'm not bashing him. I'm bashing the, it was, I he's think, a buff guy. Well, I think, it, well, and Killer Croc isn't in the Suicide Squad in the comics, I don't think. Like, he, I, don't I think, think it's, so it's a whole different character that's, like, similar enough, but I think they picked Killer Croc because more people would know who he is. Right. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I could yeah. be completely wrong on that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he wasn't in the Suicide Squad. I think, I think Ben Affleck knew how bad, to, how bad <sighs> DC was, and that's why I was like, yeah. Yep. That's why he peaced out. out. Yeah, he's peaced out. Which is a shame because I actually like I enjoyed Ben Affleck. I know a lot. He of, got yak I know, for it I know too. I was like, oh man, yeah. he really went went for it. Yeah, I was I, impressed. I don't. I don't know why. I know a lot of people don't care for Ben Affleck, but I I think Ben Affleck is fine. I like I him too. I and I too. liked him enough as Batman. I don't mind the Robert Pattinson one. He just better get fucking he, yacked for it. Yeah, he 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 might be okay. My biggest problem with DC has always been the, it's usually the script and and it's the people up above that are calling the shots. Like right. the best DC Henry movies. Henry Cavill a great Superman. I, ben Affleck, ben Superman. Affleck's a great Batman. Like yeah. I think they're all really like look at look at Gal Gadot. You know, right. she's she's fantastic. She's I, but a but Wonder Woman. Yeah, I think she's amazing. But which is kind of funny because when they had first announced her, yeah. people lost it because she's t- kind of tiny. She's like a little. She's she's not like jacked and like seven right. feet tall like everyone is. Wonder Woman is supposed to be, but she got whatever. It. She she did. Yeah, she she bulked up. Yeah. Um, but she worked for it. And so that's where I'm at. It's, it's net for me. It's never the performers. It's usually the fucking, the, the script is so bad, you know, like the actual story you know, itself. They're going to kill Martha. What did you say? Why did you say that name? What's my what, mom? What, what, her name is Martha too. Like, and I'm not exaggerating. That's how the scene goes. Yeah. Like, like Martha. exactly. Yeah. Do you bleed? Um, so th- that's my problem is <laughs> like, will. It's like they're not even fucking trying with the movie itself. So yeah. like, it's never gonna be as good. Well, Wonder Woman was amazing. I showed Wonder Woman <laughs> to my grandma. She, yeah, I've never seen that woman light up so yeah. hard. It was. I don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I I think it was. I don't think it's the best movie ever, but it yeah. was definitely. They really did a really good job. They did a very good mm-hmm. job at representing women. Yeah. And with the culture that we live in, it's very important, I understand. And and what well, and what's funny? Here's what's funny is and it's awesome. I actually My grandma lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. I'd never seen her so happy about a movie and she felt yeah. she was so proud of it. I so like, I I have kind of and this this might be an unpopular opinion. I might I might catch flack for this. I actually didn't think Wonder Woman was very good at all. Okay. I thought Wonder Woman was pretty bad. Um, it was uh, it was kind of a boring plot, driven, n- not even almost driven completely by uh, by a love story. It was all about her and the dude. Right, they were safe. They played it safe with her. like yeah. like it's all about a love story. Yeah. And then it like the third act is a fucking train wreck. Everyone just romanticizes about it because be, because it's the first time we've gotten something like this, and I and, and yep. I can see that. Right. Like I can see like representation is huge, right? Absolutely. It's not lost on me. Like seeing a little fucking a little girl seeing Wonder Woman, that's huge. That's and fucking, and I'm yeah. all for it. I don't care that Wonder Woman that I don't think Wonder Woman was good. It's still it still yep. needed to be made. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. But I think it it kind of put, gets put on a pedestal pedestal because sure. it was the first thing we saw like that. Right. And in my opinion, I think the the big indicator of that is, is Captain Marvel. I I think Captain Marvel did a much better job. I think it had a much more compelling story 
And I, yeah, there's no love interest. There was absolutely was no a, love interest. It was a fun buddy. We cop. we left that movie, and and so so that's the thing. So like as as glowing as your grandma was, yeah. We me and my wife walked out of Captain Marvel, and my wife adored Wonder Woman. Yeah. We own Wonder Woman. She bought it. Like she loves one that, yeah, yeah. that movie. She really liked it. Sure. But whenever we talk about it, she does always say, "I wish, I wish it wasn't about the guy." Like I wish. Because cause yeah. in the third act, the reason she fights is for the guy. The reason she, you know, like her motivation is this relationship. Right. And that's, and, and I, I know it rubs my wife the wrong way. And I've heard from other women that like, that's not what you want to see, right? Like, right. like you want to see every, fighting for the Amazons. Like, like every, like them. we get it in, in other superhero movies, but like most, most male superhero movies aren't driven by... Uh, the the love interest. No, most of the and time even the if they, love interest even, is the side piece. They're well, not even, even like if a they love are, interest. Well, right. and even if they are, it's 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 handled in such a different way than Wonder Woman was, right? right. Um, it, not to say that's bad storytelling. Like, it's still I still like it. Like, of course, like you fuck, you you fuck yeah. you fuck with my boyfriend. I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. That's fine, and that's a valid like yeah. motivation. But for a first time out for a female superhero, that's not what people wanted. Right. And and I think I think some people ignored that about Wonder sure. Woman because it was the only it's all they had. Yeah. Um, but I, I I fully believe that Captain Marvel does it more effectively. And I don't think it's because I'm just because I'm a Marvel fanboy, I am. Yeah. But I really do think it did a better job right. of giving us a, a, a powerful female character that didn't need anyone else. Like she didn't need a love interest. Right. Um, you she know, mentors. we could have a buddy cop movie with a man and a woman and they, there didn't have to be a will there, won't they? Right. You know, like look at, look at most other movies in that situation. The whole plot would be about, are they going to, are they going to end up together? Right. Right. And we didn't need that at all in this one. No, no, no. Um, Cause you had a CGI sure, young and, Sam Jackson. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love, I love Sam Jackson. He's I love, so I funny. love Nick Fury. Um, and he was great in that movie. Yeah. 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 Um, my boss, when that movie came out, I was talking about how good it was, and I was like, "Man, if you like Sam Jackson, like I was telling coworkers, my boss was like, "Yeah, I don't really like Sam Jackson. I feel like he just plays the same character over and over, and I wanted to slap him in his face." <laughs> Some people when right. it comes to movies frustrate me. Yeah, Sam, Sam Jackson's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Most, I'll, I'll watch that motherfucker play the same character over and over. I don't care. Right, exactly. <laughs> He's still funny. He still knows his timing, and he still knows how to fucking act. So it's kind of. Most movies that I see, I normally try and stay as objective as possible yeah. and not mean as possible because I look at it, I look at it in the ways like I had, I haven't written a movie, but yes, I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of movies to know Fair. when a movie's bad. But like, right, I didn't get the money to make a movie. Yeah, this a, a lot of people put a lot of time and effort into. Sure, movie. it's like. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you watch the if you watch Game of Thrones. I don't. Okay, cool. Lucy, Lucy does. So, gotcha. so I I know I know everything. Sure, it was like that. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I, so. There, are, there. I have my quarrels with it. It's an an odd final season. It's an odd final season. <laughs> I think they should have stretched out their time a little bit more. Yeah, that's, that's my biggest. That's, thing. That's, the time was. Yeah. I I think they needed more time. I think they could have done a lot more. They could have plugged all the plot holes that they left open mm-hmm. and everything would have been okay. Yeah. I think you could have gotten all the same endings, but yep. you just needed to plug everything and, you know, and fill all the holes and make sure no one's That's usually there. where I'm at too with something like Endgame. Yeah. I I was like, yeah, they got to the same place I'd have gotten to. They just got there in a way different way. Right. I don't care how you get there but, as long as you get there. 
Like the one thing, spoiler alert, even though it's been months and months it's and months. probably been enough like time. For game, for game of Thrones, Jon Snow goes north. Mm-hmm. He goes all the way north. He goes sure. to the, you know, he goes to the vast beyond. Um, and he's with the wildlings, and he's yeah. free from everything. He's finally unchained from mm-hmm. everything that any responsibility he had tied to Westeros. I thought that was fantastic. He'd sure. been through so much. He was a bastard. He but found they didn't. Out but he, they didn't. They didn't build you to that point, right? Is what is what I understand. They built you to the point where John was going to sit on the throne. Yes. Yeah. But John kills Danny, and yeah. when John kills Danny. He can't have the throne no. anymore. He killed. They the, like exile him, right? Yeah, he gets yeah. exiled to the north, and then they're like, "You're gonna go to the wall," but <laughs> wink. Yeah, he's not gonna stay at the fucking wall. He's gonna go north where no one's going to go and sure. try and find him. Yeah, there's fucking no point because everybody, well, everybody who's at the wall is a wildling as it is. Well, and that that's was like the whole ending, and that's and I think I think part of it, you know, like 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 we just said, like you can get to the same place, you just have to tell the story that gets you there, right? Because I know the big the big point of contention was Daenerys just kind of slaughtering that whole sit the whole what was it the capital city? Spoiler alert! Uh, that was the best. Was it? Fuck everybody who hates that part. That but, shit was the best. Well, but here's I called her being the Mad Queen <laughs> in the beginning of Shane of Thrones. I'm like, that bitch is going crazy nice. hard. But like, I oh. think I think building, and this is what my wife said because she watches it yeah, religiously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what she told me is, is she'd have felt a lot better about it if they'd have just told the story that got you to that point naturally. Sure. And it didn't feel like they did. Well, the thing with the the thing with Game of Thrones is that they they you have two main focal points, and that's Danny and that's the Starks. Mm-hmm. You're unbiased to both. Yeah. You, you, sorry, everybody's biased to both. Everybody wants one of them mm-hmm. to win the whole thing. Okay. It's who you like more, Danny or the Starks. I'm more of a Stark guy. Okay. I'm more of the. I, I like the aspect of the Starks where they're like, there's this imminent doom that no one knows about, but we still believe in mm-hmm. the imminent doom and we're going to focus on that over sure. everything else. But then, you know, they get betrayed mm-hmm. by a bunch of other families and then a war starts. So that's the whole point. Like, there's this like battle between them and the Lannisters and you hate the Lannisters, but you love part of the Lannisters because they all have these redeeming qualities. Are the Lannisters the one with all the incest? Yeah, that's. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of incest everywhere, right? There's like, a lot of it's, incest. It's yeah. the Middle Ages. That's yeah, just yeah, how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. But, but they're the ones with the, the brother and sister. Yes, that, Jamie okay. and Jamie and uh, mm. Cersei are the bangers. But dirty dude, Danny going crazy and burning the city down was the best part yeah. about that fucking. Oh, dude. My, you, you know my my favorite experience from from Saucy, that bro. from that like Monday. Yeah. Do, are you, were you a pro wrestling fan at all? Like when you were a kid or anything? I used to watch it a lot. Okay. Actually, during uh, so when you, I was in high school, so you I might watched it a you lot. might know you might know this. Then so everyone's freaking out about Game of Thrones, and I don't watch it, so I don't really I don't really know what's I'm, wrong. I'm happy for and you. Like, and like Lucy had texted me, and she's like, it was it was fine, but like some stuff happened that was really weird. And like, they didn't build to it. Right. I don't think it was just awkward. And like, basically everyone I talked to was real vague. Cause they know I don't, I'm not going to understand. Right. Like, um, and then my buddy posted something on Facebook that like explained it for me. So he posts a picture <laughs> and he says, this is what, this is what last night's game of Thrones felt like. Okay. And it was a photo of Hulk Hogan, Dropping the leg on the Macho Man Randy Savage oh, when he God. when he turned heel yeah, 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 and joined yeah. the NWO when he was the third man for the NWO. Yeah. So he posts that picture and says, "This is how Game of Thrones felt like last night." And then I was like, "Oh, I fucking I get it." Yeah, yeah. Somebody turned heel. Everyone feels betrayed. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Well, okay. <laughs> right. It's um. Oh. 
what's another fine example? Um, it's like a reverse Aragorn. Okay. From Lord of the Rings. Sure. Like if Aragorn would have been like, I'm going to take the ring. Sure. And actually, you know, yeah. use its power, which can be a compelling story if you if you build toward like that they way. They were building towards yeah. it. Everybody just didn't want it to happen because they wanted Danny to win. Because that's fair of mm. how everything is right now. In all honesty, <laughs> I'm not trying to be that mean. I, dude, I am. I mean, a, I mean, a, I'm tell me, av- tell me, you didn't want the rad dragon lady to to be the queen? Fuck no. You didn't want her to win? No, 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 no. I wanted Jon Snow to sit on the all fucking right. throne. Well, that's fair because he's the actual true born Targaryen. That's just because you think he's pretty. Yeah, he's a sexy man. He is a Kid, sexy man. Kit no, Harrington is very sexy. He isn't attractive. No, um, but I've been fighting for Danny this nah, whole time. That's fair. But she's been a like throughout the show. She was this tyrant, like taking right. over a bunch of well, other places. Well, and I think that's why people are upset, right? Because they spent they spent a lot of time, from what I understand, changing that, right, and making her likable, making her the the protagonist the whole time, right? She is the so protagonist. so for her One of the protagonist. And so I think I think I think it's a little irresponsible to have her turn on a dime like that. She turn on a dime. No, you that's the problem. Well, see, and that's what people tell me. People tell me it was it yeah, was out of nowhere. Why, that's why it's frustrating for uh, me because when she and she doesn't turn on a dime. Don't get me wrong. The season was rushed, and that's why people sure. think that she turned, that she turned on, on a dime. dime. But. It's a buildup from season seven. Season yeah. seven, she loses one of the three dragons. Yeah. To the big daddy Night King. I saw that episode actually. Fucking the sickest shit. Dragon Zombie. Yes. I remember it. So she loses that. She's already lost a couple battles in season seven. She lost a lot of pe- she lost a lot of men. She lost mm-hmm. a lot of ships. Like there's a lot of collateral damage that happens yeah. in season seven. So maybe they and just maybe they just maybe they just didn't do a good a, good enough job representing her mental state, you know? They probably no, that's well, that's probably the trouble. In season eight they do because oh, John yeah. tells her he's like, hey, by the way, I'm a fucking Targaryen and I have the right to the throne, but I don't want the throne. Yeah. He makes that up he says it so many you are my queen. Like that's the funniest <laughs> shit out of there. He's like, you are my queen. He says it that's so pretty, many that's a pretty good impression. He says it so many fucking times. <laughs> and she still doesn't believe him and it's like okay how are we not seeing that Danny's going crazy <laughs> she can't trust the one man that she loves right now yeah and then she loses all of her key characters yeah. in a season it's like so how maybe, did you so, not expect so, her to fucking so burn maybe, that bitch to the ground so maybe it just needed to take one more episode it needed a couple more yeah it needed a couple more episodes seems, seems like it's not much right you just need to yeah, you, need, you to, need to show her spiraling a little more a lot more yeah you needed to sit her down and have her have a conversation with Tyrion yeah. and how she's going crazy especially if they've taken so much time correct making her a face yeah. sorry I'm just gonna use wrestling analogies no that's fine they've spent so much time making her likable making her a face yep. to turn her heel in what feels like a, a handful of episodes right because that happened like mid-season, right? Or like two or three episodes from the end. It was right after the battle for Winterfell, when she the biggest the biggest thing was after the battle for Winterfell. She loses her main guy, Jor- mm-hmm. Jorah, who's been with her since episode one. Yeah, she loses her guy. Yeah, when she finally loses her guy. That's a big. That's a that was a pivotal character for her to lose. Yeah. and then she loses her like her best friend, best right? friend. And I think what Lucy was saying what to my, the one person that she wants yeah. off the fucking throne, mm-hmm. Cersei. Yeah. Like what? Well, and I think and that's something my wife was telling me. It's like it's okay if that was the thing that set her off. Like if that's the thing that that like pushes her over the edge. Yeah. But they didn't. It. She explained it. They didn't like give her the time for that for her to go off the edge. Right. Right. That happened, and and then she just massacred everybody. There yeah. wasn't anything where the audience saw like. Right. She said it's like they didn't give you an opportunity to expect it coming. 
if that ex- makes sense. Well, that's the weird part. I you expected, expected it. I expected yeah. it to come. You know, I was like, she's are, going to turn. Everybody's different. The whole thing is like, yeah. uh, the whole saying is, every time a Targaryen, the saying is, every time a Targaryen baby, babe is born, mm-hmm. the gods flip a coin. They're either going to be mad mm-hmm. or they're going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, the coin was still flipping for Danny. Yeah. Because she's coming from a place she was born in Westeros and then was raised in Essos. Okay. So she's technically an outsider. But the Valerians came from Essos. So they're, you know, they're Westerosian, but they were from Essos. Their lineage is from Essos. So her coming back. Deep in the lore. Her, her yeah. Her, <laughs> yes. Her coming back was kind of like yeah. Aegon's conquest. Okay. Aegon was the first Targaryen to come to Westeros and fucking. Take it for himself. And he was the king, right? Yeah, King yeah. Aegon the, the first, the, the Mad King. Yeah, that's who John. That's, John yeah. was named after Aegon. Yeah, his, John's real name is Aegon Targaryen the sixth. Mm-hmm. First of his, there's, yeah, sixth of his name. You know all that shit. And yeah, it was the, uh, Danny's conquest is Aegon's conquest. It mm-hmm. just took nine seasons, eight seasons to do. And then when she finally got to her point of having the crown, mm-hmm. she's gone. She went crazy. Yeah, she went batshit. And that's that's. I yeah. think that's what they were building up towards the whole time. Yeah. Now having Bran sit on the throne was a little weird. Yeah, that was that was the other thing I heard. That's a little weird. The, the thing I heard a the little most. Weird. Like, I'm not that upset about it because he's the most objective person to like have. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, if you look at it, it's like, yes, he is the one person who can be fair and just, and all the yeah. words that a king needs to be, Bran can be because he's this weird mythical three-eyed raven. They person. also do this thing at the end where they're like, well, I'll just take turns on the throne, right? Isn't that like a conversation that happens? Like when Bran dies, someone from your people will be the king, and then we'll just share it. They're voting. There's something really like it was like a it's like an it's like a weird democratic voting system, yeah. but only the high lords yeah. get to choose which high. And that lord was gets and that was that was something Lucy was also a little cheesed off about. Would, she yeah. was like, I just someone someone was supposed to fucking win. There was supposed to be like someone's supposed well, there to win. Was a clear winner. Yeah, Danny won, sure. but. But John had to then kill Then he had to it. kill her, yeah. yeah. there was a winner. Sure. We just couldn't have the winner. Yeah. Because the winner... The way they kind of like went with Danny is they just kind of made her seem like, yes, her way and what she wanted to do, mm-hmm. it seemed correct to her. But for the people, it wasn't correct. Right. Like, for the world, it wasn't correct. Sure. For her, yeah. if you're on her side, yeah, she well, made a lot of fucking well, sense. yeah. She kind of turned into Thanos. Yeah. Like a fucked up Thanos. Yeah. But you still like loved her and you wanted to sure. be with her and you wanted her to rule the world, mm-hmm. but she turned into a Thanos. Yeah. Fair. That's oh I, I didn't finish my story. That's <laughs> yeah. well that's what uh at work the other day, like people yeah. were like, Hey Jay, who's your favorite Marvel villain? Oh yeah. Who's yeah, your yeah. favorite Marvel villain? And I was like, Well, it's gonna sound dumb. You're gonna think I'm just saying it because of the movie that just came sure. out, but Thanos. And I was yeah. like, I probably would have said that ten years ago too. Right. So um He's a great villain. Uh, he's and I, Josh I, Brolin. Knocked it out of the fucking park. Yep. Oh my god. It was over the green oh, monster. Dude, he's so good. He's yeah, so I think I think Infinity War is and probably will stay for a while my top Marvel movie. Infinity War or Endgame? Infinity War. Oh, Infinity War. I loved Endgame. Endgame was fine. It was it was great. Having but, him win is yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the end of Infinity War, I I had stayed pretty dark on Infinity War when I went to see it even, so I didn't know. 
and and I know the comics, so like I I know what happens, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I can expect what's going to happen. Like right. like the new Spider Man, I I like I know what's going. Spoiler alert: Mysterio's not a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know if the, I need a spoiler alert for I that one. I don't think you um, But uh, <laughs> but you know, there's little stuff like that, and like or like he did a good job. Who? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal was fantastic. He did a great job. Oh, he was good. I hope I hope he comes back. I hope he's not actually dead. They pretend to kill him at the end, but I hope yeah. I hope he survives. Um, I feel like that's well, I feel like that's not a spoiler either for comic book movies. Them <laughs> killing the villain yeah, at I the think, end. I think they I need th- to cut that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I I think the I I we will uh, we'll wait for Spider Man. Yeah. Finish your thing sure, about sure. Infinity War, so and then we'll say the spoiler alert and people yeah. can pause that shit. Yeah. So so for Infinity War, I think it was just there's this thing, and and I and Far From Home felt like this too. There's this thing that started to happen the past like four or five movies I think since since like Thor Ragnarok was like the first one I remember the movies are starting to feel a lot more like the comic book like not like they're they're being more faithful or because they're not they're they're still taking liberties which is fine I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that but it's getting more and more where it feels like I'm thumbing through a book bu- a book right and that's that's I think one of the reasons I like Infinity War so much sure it legitimately just feels like a huge crossover comic book yeah like we left that movie we, the thing that got me we left that movie and my wife was like it felt like Star Wars and then oh, I yeah. thought about it and it really did because Star Wars does those like long dissolve you know shot sweeping sure. shots and like they're constantly cutting back and forth because there's so many characters yeah, yeah, right yeah. and so that's kind of what this was doing right um which and then when i thought about it it was like well you know that's star wars too but that's what they fucking do in a comic book right yeah to be continued exactly and so i think well they did that at the end of it well yeah thanos will yep. return in yep. in well, avengers they, yeah they hadn't they hadn't announced the name yet yeah um, I think Endgame was the proper Endgame title. Was good, yeah. And I think there was a good title. Oh yeah, Endgame. The one I liked uh, too. There was some people thought they might use Disassembled from the comics, oh, Avengers Disassembled. Yeah. Um, because they were. Right. Um, but I like Endgame. Endgame yeah. was great. Um, dude, when they all come through the fucking portals. Yeah. Oh my god, that was that was a good moment. How'd you? Uh, how how did you react when Cap fucking takes Mjolnir? <sighs> Uh, I think that I, was something. That was something I'd want. I, I've wanted to see forever. Yeah. Didn't think would ever happen. Right. Like they did the like the nod in Age of Ultron. Like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. trying. He kind of budges it. And yeah. It's like all right, that's funny. But like, it was something I didn't expect to ever actually happen. Especially, especially knowing like after this movie, we probably won't have Cap Thor or Iron Man anymore. Yeah. Um. Luckily, we still have one. Hopefully. Oh no! Um, he 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 publicly said he was like I yeah. will. He's like if we're gonna yeah. keep doing it like this, he's well, like yes. I'll be Thor forever. Well, that's what he said. If it's gonna be like Ragnarok every time, he yeah. he doesn't have a problem doing it. Um, I'm worried. I love the new Thor. I'm worried that they get. Okay. Yeah, I. Not Fat Thor. Here's the thing. I mean, fat, don't get me wrong. Here's the fat thing. Thor here's is the thing. Best. Fat Thor is best Thor, <laughs> but I didn't need him to be Fat Thor the whole movie. No, I, I think, really needed yeah, at some his, point for him to his magical powers could shave yeah, that off in a or, minute. I don't know. Like at the end when he like calls the hammers and like his beard becomes braided, he kind of looks like Odin. Yeah. I wanted them to lean into that more, make him more like Odin, just make him a fucking badass. Yep. And I feel like he still kind of fought like Fat Thor. He so did. that was my problem. Like he could still be fat. I I'm think, fat as shit. Right. But like ha- fight like Thor. L- fight like Thor still. I think I think I think he might shave a couple pounds, but he still might have the girth. Well, here's the girth here's my face. hope. Here's here's 
fuck my hope beyond hopes, which I, I, I am a little disappointed because I don't think it'll happen. And I, th- who do you think the next villain is going to be? Oh, I don't know. Is it Galactus or is it Adam like, Warlock? Oh, like the next big yeah, overarching next, villain? Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're going to build. They're up not, to I don't him. think they're going to do that. I really don't. And I think Kevin Figgs kind of come out came out and said they're not going to do anything like this again. So that's fair. Actually. I think. Well, I, and I think their goal. What Kevin? You do like a mini Avengers movie? I think it's Feige. I think that's how you pronounce it. Whatever. Okay. Sorry, Kevin. Oh yeah, it's Kevin Feige. Is it Feige yeah. or yeah. Feig? Feige. I think it's Feige. I think it's Feige. So Kevin Feige came out and said we're not planning to do something quite this big again. Sure. He's like maybe somewhere down the line we decide to do it. Yeah. Um. But their goal now, from what I understand, is sm- is still doing arcs like that. Right. But there'll be three to f- six movies instead of. 22 22 so like we might get a secret invasion that spans uh you know uh, a nick fury movie a black widow movie and a captain marvel movie right, right. And, and it's like and it's and it's together. like a scroll story throughout the That'd three cool. um or like you know we'll get small basically the same thing but confined to like four or five movies which right. i think is smart i think it works really well it does um and i think it opens them up to do more compelling stuff because they don't have to stretch it as long i mean how many times did we have to see Thanos before we actually saw him? You know, um, you know what I mean. Kind of too many. Times. Too many. You know, too and many. Uh, him like grabbing things, fuck, dude. Oh coming into screen and just being like, "Oh, there he is, right, our imminent right. doom. <laughs> when is he gonna finally show up?" Oh, sorry, we have to see three more movies before this actually right, happens. Right, right. Um, and so. Uh, I'm I'm pumped for, I'm pumped for a lot of it like Black Panther I'm 2. I'm excited, yeah. They're going to blow that I'm just out of excited. the water. I, I hope they do at least. Oh, they I think they will. I'm pretty confident with them nowadays. They it's, hey, I don't really have like a, It's been a minute since we've had a bad one. Like yeah, the last if bad one was uh Dark Christ, uh, uh what was it? Thor Dark World. Oh, Thor the Dark World. I was not fond of Guardians 2. It's okay. My problem with Guardians 2, and people, the argument I get is people tell me, oh, it's just because it didn't do anything with the Infinity Gauntlet-like story. And that's what they tell me. That's true. Because my argument is that it's slow, and it feels like nothing happens. Yeah, it's a weird daddy-son. Well, and to be honest, people assume assume that I mean, oh, we didn't find an Infinity Gem, or I didn't see Thanos, so like... I didn't think anything happened. That's that's not what I'm saying. I, I understand not every movie is going to be about the story, right. overarching story at large. Right. I just think, and in that movie, nothing happened, and it was boring. I felt like the place we started the movie is exactly the place we ended the movie. Right. And was, and nothing of consequence actually happened in between. I think it was it was. I, yeah, you like, know what I mean. Know, we get a little and it more wasn't, history on and it Quill, wasn't, and it wasn't it. good or funny enough for me to ignore that it didn't really have a plot, right? right? Like it did, but like it, it was, it was so simple. Yeah, and and just, just when you stand it up next to, like right. on its own, it's probably fine. Yeah, but when you stand it up next to everything else, I think it the only thing tough. that came out of that movie was Adam Warlock, the hinting yeah. at Adam Warlock. That yeah. was it. The only thing that they had to do, <laughs> the one little and, little, and to thing. kill one one like cool character yeah. that we all liked. Right, right. We're gonna kill his his not exactly. his dad, but his dad. <laughs> we're gonna do that. That's how we're gonna. End. Yeah, that's what that that yeah yeah. I'm I wasn't a big fan of Guardians. I haven't watched yeah. it. I've watched it one time. I tried to I watch it a second time. I I gave up. It I, was it was kind of boring. I, um, I th- honestly think I might have fallen asleep. Yeah. During the but first then again, I I've got I've got friends. I watched it all the way. Through. Then again, I've got friends who tell me that that's their favorite Marvel movie. Is the second one? Yeah. 
Not even the first. I'd pick the yeah. first one over the second. No, I one know, I know. That. Some people like it, so I, maybe I'm missing maybe something. It was but Kurt Russell, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe Kurt Russell um, sold it for him. But yeah, I, I feel like since like the Ragnarok era, we Ragnarok changed everything, it. Everything's been getting really good, and that's Ragnarok's one another one of those that from beginning to end felt like I was watching a comic book yeah. in real life. You know, it was so um, it was so smart and witty. And I just think and like, they got a good director. Yeah. They're like we're going to get an indie director yeah. and fucking oh, dude, throw a I Hail love Mary. Him. He's oh, so good. Oh my God. You've seen what we do in the shadows, right? I haven't seen what we do in the shadows. I'll have so to. that's like his, that's like what the, the movie most people know that he's done. Okay. Um, do you know anything about it? No. So good. So he's in the movie. It's, I can't ever pronounce Taka Watari, Wikidi Watari, okay. whatever his name <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you, but I can't pronounce your name. Um, so he's in it in this movie, What We Do in the Shadows. The movie is about three vampires who live in a flat together in like New Zealand. Okay. Um, it's got. Is it like a comedy? Yeah, so it's a comedy. Okay, cool. And so it's set up like a mockumentary. Sure. Um, and so the whole plot revolves basically the plots this guy turns a human into a vampire. Oh, so okay. so he's been a vampire since like the 1200s or Whenever. something. Um, you know, they live forever. Sure. And so, and they have like their other, their like third roommate or fourth roommate lives in the basement and he's the Nosferatu. So he comes out, he doesn't <laughs> talk and he looks all fucked up. Um, but it's just funny. It's so, and so a few of the guys from flight of the, Con- the flight of the Concord show are on okay. it. Um, their band manager, the guy who plays their band manager. Yeah. He plays uh, a werewolf, like a, and so like the oh, werewolves sweet. and the vampires get into it. Of course. Um, and it's, it's a really fun movie and cool. it's like a mockumentary type style movie ab- awesome. about the day, the times and living as a vampire. Sweet. <laughs> um, I'll have to check it out. And so, yeah, once I, once I figured out that that was the same guy, yeah. I was like, oh, they made a good choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Infinity War, I just feel like the thing the thing for me is always like did they did they do the character justice? I could I couldn't care less if it's Thanos. Just in general with comic movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I care most how they they handle the character. Right? So like, you know, are they are they doing the character justice? Are they or are they making poor decisions that have the character doing things they wouldn't do normally. You know, that that sort of thing is more important to me. And I feel like Infinity War was one of those where I got like the right the version of the character that I know. Right? Like everybody Everybody was doing everything that they were supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. And there's all these little Thor and Ra- Exactly. Taking well, off together with Groot. And I think they and I think I think it really is a testament to the Russos because I think they really did they broke up the team in a meaningful way that worked. Like parent, you think they play magic? Uh, they have to have. I can't imagine they they have they haven't ever, right? Right. Just just given their age, um, and like they're they're nerds. If they knowing as much as they know about comics, right? I can't imagine they've never tried it. You know what right, I mean? Maybe they don't right. play weekly or something. Right, right. But they've tried it. Okay. So that makes me really excited, and more so, they wouldn't have taken this job if they didn't if know they what didn't, they were doing. If they didn't know what they were doing, right. the reason they they did the Marvel movies. It's because they, knew it's cause they love comics. Right. So I, I, I feel pretty confident that they wouldn't be doing this if they, yeah. they weren't going to do a good job. I hope they don't make it childish. I don't think they will. It I does hope so make far it smart. So uh, we've only seen we've seen very little of the art, right. but the art doesn't read kids show to me at all. Good. Like it it good. the the art reads adults. Um, and now, they just get another shot at another mo- yeah. end game type. Well, movie. yeah, yeah. 
um, so game type series. Yeah. So they, I, I, um, they said the only thing, as far as I've heard, the real only thing we know about it is that it will not be them telling a story we've already heard. So they won't be doing like Big Daddy Bolas, the Bolas War Good. story. They Good. won't. They're not just retelling a magic story that we know. Good. It's supposed to be an original story. Awesome. Is what I think I've heard. I hope they still use characters that we know. Well, no, th- no, there are. Um, every, Chandra's like, Chandra's the the like face of it right now. Everything yeah. you see has Chandra, so most people are assuming at least at first mm-hmm. it might center on Chandra, which um, is cool. Because well, a lot of people are also thinking that it might jump around each episode, even or maybe every few episodes, it's a different story arc, right? And oh, so right. maybe we jump around to different places and see different, different planeswalkers, right? You and know, then, and they all come together. Maybe, or of. maybe they don't, or maybe some of them bump into right. each other. Have you seen Love, Death, and Robots? No, I ho- dude. Okay, okay. Love, it, Death, and Robots. Love, Death, and all Robots. Right, it's to... on. Ro- it's on Netflix. Okay, each episode's five to fifteen minutes. Okay, it's amazing. It's all okay. CGI. There's a couple episodes with real people. Okay, but they're like not even the focal point of it. It's the mm-hmm. CGI and the yeah everything. If they do it like that, yeah, that could be that'd cool. Be sweet, not like not the, five to fifteen not, minutes, but like thirty minute the, episodes. Yeah, I think the plan's thirty minute episodes. That makes sense. I, I have a really important question for you. I have a really important what, answer for you uh, for the podcast. What is the policy on bathroom breaks? Go ahead, dude. I'll <laughs> go <laughs> rip. All right. I'll I'll rip something. All right, I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I could tell everybody about my adventure last night. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Um, I went to a concert last night. Uh, if you all had listened to the podcast previously and have made it this far, thank you. Um, but I went to uh, Glory Days and Flowers for Dorian last night, and that was it was a lot of fun. I uh, got to see a lot of people, a lot of faces I haven't seen in a while, and um, yeah, it was a great concert. Uh, it was at Side Outs Bar and Grill in Island Lake, Illinois. So. Look out for those two bands. They're both working on new music, so that should be coming out soon. I'll post probably something about it on the social medias and stuff. So shout out to Glory Days, uh, uh, James, CJ, Jared, and uh, oh, 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 Vince. Sorry, buddy. Uh, and then shout out to Flowers for Dorian, Tyler, James, uh, Matt, and Mark. Uh, great show. It was banger, a lot of partying. Uh, I went on stage during Glory Days and did a okay rendition of Lose Yourself. It was pretty funny. Uh, I saw a recording. It was pretty good. <laughs> I'm back. Age is back. Clearly, yes. Um, <laughs> so let's. I I, I want to hear uh, uh, your thoughts. Spoiler alert. Pause it. Spoiler alert. This is Spider Man Far From Home. Spoilers. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. Uh, pause it, go see it, and then you can come back to me and AJ talking about it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just saw it yesterday. Yeah, so yours is fresher yeah, than me. I saw, fresh. I saw it. I saw it a week after it came out. Nice. Um, so <sighs> I the new like, suit. The new suit, dope, great. I love it. Black and red. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is that? I feel like it looks more similar to the suit from the game. Is that what I'm hearing right? The video game that came out pretty recently. I haven't played it, so it, I don't know okay, much so about it, it. It looked similar, but different color scheme. It's just. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a little different. They're not just going to get the no, same one. It's uh, the chest is the chest in the game is like spread out. Okay, like, like it like extends the body. Okay, almost more, almost more like uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, little yeah, even. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. kind of feel like cool. that. Um, 
No, the suit. Yeah, I like the suit. The suit was so, awesome. The story I, was great. The story was fine. I I have so I I judged magic over yep. at a comic store. Um and the guy, the manager of the store, he told me his like one gripe about it before I saw it without any spoilers or anything. And I kind of agree. I don't think they handled Peter Peter's motivation for a lot of the movie the right way. Um, well, where where I was with Peter, and where I where I think he is in the movie, but they don't they don't give you enough insight as the audience to to really get this. Yeah, is he's constantly. Oh, I just want to go back to my vacation. I just want to go to my vacation. I want to go to my vacation. I just want to get back to MJ. And that's like all all he says, right? And he's kind of a little right. bitch throughout a lot of the movie. He is a little bitch. And he's like, like escaping and his responsibilities. Exactly. Which, but that's a teenager. Well, and I, and not just a teenager, but like, think about the the last like week this fucking kid has had, and it's been longer than a week now. Yeah. But like, eight look months. look at what just, like look at what just happened to this kid. Like, you know, he lost his mentor. He, let's start. He blipped no, no, no. out of existence. Well, <laughs> let's start earlier than that. He gets bit by a radioactive spider. Loses he becomes he become he loses his uncle. He becomes Spider Man. He fights Cap. Uh, in like what was it like Berlin or something? They were in yeah. like Germany. Fights Cap. Fights he Cap. Fights Ant Man. He fights, he fights all like, these people. So he, he he this kid is going through a ton already. Yeah. Then he goes to fucking space, right? Yo. Bitch, bitch, you've been to space, right? As as Nick Fury says, <laughs> yeah. um, bitch, you've been to space, please. <laughs> so like, goes to space. He dies. Yep. His 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 fucking mentor dies. He, this kid, well, is, he dies. Yeah. He feels that he's dying. He's yeah. the only character that does. Yeah. He's the only character he, he that dies, knows that it's happening. Comes back. Comes back, and he's like, "What's sees, going on?" Watches Tony die. Like this yeah. kid's been through a lot. So the notion that he just wants to be normal and be on his vacation, super real, right? I yeah. totally get it, and that's what it was. I don't think the movie did a good enough job telling me that it wasn't just some bratty kid who wants to go hang out with his friends. Right. That's like how it was written. Yeah. When I know it's the other thing, right? Like it's yeah. it's it's the other way, right. and so I that's my biggest gripe, and that's what this guy said. He's like, it just felt like he just wanted to go hang out with his friends, and that's not really the motivation, right? right. So that was that the was real motivation is to get away from being Spider Man for a little for, bit for a second. Let me let me go fucking chill out for a minute. Yeah. You know, let me do something a normal kid does for once. Right. Um, and so I, they, they just, I, I think they could have used that more than they did. Right. Um, and it just it could have made for some deeper, deeper connections. That makes sense. They could have leaned into it even harder with him and him and Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, him and Quentin. Right. right? You know, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, when he's wearing those glasses, looks an awful lot like Tony Stark. He does. Right? They did that on And they purpose. did it on purpose, they right? They definitely did but it on I, purpose. But they didn't lean into it, you know? Right. Like, let's lean into that being the reason. Cause, right. cause there's a lot of things that could be hard to believe in this movie that I think are easier when you when you think what Peter's actually going through. Right. And I don't think the filmmakers did enough to tell us that. Right. And I think that's where some people are getting the disconnect. That's fair. Otherwise, I loved it. Yeah. It fantastic. It was stunning. The the CG, the scenes where he's fighting Mysterio oh, are out of this fucking world. They're the and best. That, and again, it's it this this movie did it a lot. Things that feel literally just plucked right from the page, right? right. The fight scenes with Mysterio uh-huh. plucked directly from a 1960s Spider-Man yeah, comic. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it was so perfect. Right. And so, I mean, 
I can kind of I can kind of look past some did of the things see, I didn't like right. because they just did such a, a money job on that character. Yeah, and um, giving him the power of fucking what's her face, mm-hmm. him handing that over, having the glasses. Yeah, yeah it was it, it was an interesting. The plot was interesting. Yep. I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was amazing True. either. Yes. I think it I think it could have used some work. Yep. But another thing we got to remember is Marvel doesn't have the reins on this one, right? You know they they have to still answer to Sony on these Spider Man movies, which is fucking not a not a ton, which is frustrating. But I'm sure, but I'm sure a little bit. I mean, there's the whole. The whole debacle with the trailer, right? Did you? I mean, I'm sure you heard this. Yeah, when Sony, oh, I was pissed about yeah. it. When so the, Sony released it. Yeah, they released the trailer for this before Endgame had even come out. Yeah, it's which just like, anyone who didn't think Spider-Man would come back is a fucking moron. But like, you still can't. Break you still, you the still ma- shouldn't do that. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't break that little. And it's and it's because and it's because boundary. Sony said, "Well, this is when we send the trailer out. Like, yeah. the movie comes out in this long. This is when we do a trailer because right. you know they don't." There's a reason their their Spider-Man movies weren't more successful, right? Yeah, it is. It, it is a little. What I was, what I found to be a little shocking, mm-hmm. and obviously, we already spoiled that part. Uh, uh, Mysterio is not a good guy. Yeah, um, I was really kind of when they. It's not a spoiler there because it was in the trailer, mm-hmm. but. Uh, the whole multiverse thing. I was like, I'm when they said the multiverse, I was like, Oh shit. So I'm like, we're really going to go down that and, hole. And then we didn't. And then we did it. And that's, that's, that's probably one of my biggest gripes about the movie yeah. is that we, is that there isn't a multiverse or they're it, like hinting or, at or it. they're hinting at it. And it is a thing. That's what I'm hoping that it is yeah, a thing they're going to like do. A miles comes I was, out of nowhere. Well, I was really hoping that in one of the post credit scenes, we got, affirmation that there is a multiverse yeah. because it was such a big deal when the trailer came out and at the beginning of the movie and then for it to all just be a lie yeah. felt a little weird. I, I got real stoked when Jake Gyllenhaal's like, yeah, you guys here, this is Universe 616 and yeah. I'm from Universe... And I'm like, they're using the real numbers and everything. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> We're really here! Turning, I went, to, I went to it by myself yesterday. I'm turning to the fucking lady next to me. They said 616! Did you hear it? You know, <laughs> It's fucking right! <laughs> They are at six one six. Um, and so, so I, I, I was, I, I actually was pretty disappointed when yeah. it wasn't, when he wasn't from another dimension, right? Because I was like, oh, how cool! Like, what if like Mysterio is like going to every universe? He figured out some way to travel, yep. and the Spider Man in his universe fucked him over or something. So he's right. like, well, I'm gonna go kill all the Spider Men from the yeah. multiverse, like. That would have been compelling to me. The, right. the Sinister Six is like going through the multiverse trying to take yep. out all of the Spider-Men. Ooh. That would have been fun. Be and he just stops in ours to pick up Vulture and, and Scorpion. Yeah. Like it would have been sick. And then, you know, we go somewhere else. Um I've heard I've heard I've heard people say that the movie hinted at Craven. I missed it. I missed I it. I must have missed that. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I missed okay, that. Okay, good. Good. I was like, I, I went to the bathroom once, but I yeah. I doubt I missed something that earth shattering no. at the moment I, I went. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see a crew. Um, I did find it, it was really funny because throughout the movie, I found myself going like, what the fuck is Nick Fury doing? Like, he's acting so weird. Like, why is he saying this? Why did he say that? Like, the whole oh, movie, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is wrong like maria hill and nick fury are not acting like themselves in that post-credit scene we find out they aren't yes (laughs) 
I was so, so happy. So spoiler alert, the last post credit scene, we see that Nick Fury and Maria Hill are Skrulls yes. impersonating them. Um, while they're on vacation. While, while I, well, is it is he on vacation? No, is he that was what on, the joke he was, was? He was at the Because he's, he's up in the Skrull space station thing from Captain Marvel. But yeah, he was just taking a break. He's yeah. like, I don't need to be down there to handle that, <laughs> which means he's up in space, not even yeah. like handling business down So we'll, there. we'll see. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that'll go, but... Uh, I. I thought it was I'm, funny. I'm a little that that kind of disappoints me because I mean you know in the comics the scrolls are bad guys. Yes, quote unquote, quote unquote bad guys. Are they really bad? Who knows? Right. Um. And and so I wasn't upset about the like subversive like twist in Captain Marvel where we find out the scrolls are actually the good one, the good guys. Well, they're not bad guys. They're, they're not bad guys. Yeah. Um. I'm a little disappointed that we ha- they haven't gotten to that point now because in my brain I was like, all right, cool. They're not the villains well, maybe here. Maybe that's why they put them in there at the end. It, just maybe they be like, will be the bad guys. Yeah, so maybe, maybe we are easing into Secret Invasion because that's the problem. For Secret Invasion to work, the scrolls have to be doing something right. shady. Right. And right now they're not. They're just working with S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, they're working with Nick. With Nick. With Nick, yeah. Yeah. Because Fury. Fury. Yeah. Nobody calls me Nick. Um, <laughs> <I'm> Fury. <laughs> um, how did you feel about uh, the whole Mysterio video being posted at the end. At the, the end, um, I lost my shit when uh, J.K. Simmons showed up as J. Jonah Jameson. Again. I was so pumped. I fucking lost my mind. I was like, "Thank you, God!" I, I screamed and clapped, and nobody else in the theater knew who the fuck he was. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's him." I, to yeah. Eliza, I leaned over. I'm like, "That's fucking awesome." Well, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy they did that. Like, wait, releasing his name. No, no, no! Oh, no, no! Using J.K. Simmons oh, as J. Yeah. Jonah Jameson. That was like that's that's something I could see them not doing pretty easily. Gives me hope for Sony. Maybe some some X Men characters that had decent actors. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like hopefully, if it, if it's still good, they'll keep people. Right. Um. Uh. Like I think we can get away with Patrick Stewart one more time. One more time, Professor X, and then maybe we kill him and replace him. With I Gene. think actually, I in all honesty, if they bring in, if they replace characters, mm-hmm. like if they replace, you know, yeah, Patrick Stewart, or if they replace, uh, fucking, uh, Wolvie, yeah. yeah, well, they're gonna. He's Hugh Jackman's done, done. Oh, he's done. so done. I'd be okay with it because yeah. you could be like, it's the multiverse. Well, and and you know yeah. where I think they have. Well, yeah, they don't have to work. They don't have to worry about using the same actor for yeah. anyone if they don't want to. No. Um, we I all think J.K. Simmons was just an easy enough situation. He's not going to be in and enough movies. he's the perfect movies. J. Jonas and, Jameson. And yeah, fuck, dude. Is there anyone better for that no, fucking role? No one. He did it. Um, it's did also the... been a long enough time. I think it's okay. Most people yeah. probably don't even remember that he was in in the, those first movies. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was okay with that moment. That was fine. Like, it's a it's a doozy of a, of a cliff to jump off of. Like moving forward, like everyone knows who Spider Man is now, right? But I mean, it makes sense. That's them making. That's them making him Tony, right? That was the big deal with Tony in his first yeah. movie. Like that's where I understood it. So I was like, like, I get oh, it. Right. I, it's not. It's not my favorite decision they've made, but I don't dislike it either. It's yeah. just a decision, right? Um, is it where I would have gone? Probably not, but maybe I don't know. Are it, you pumped for Falcon being the new Cap? Oh yeah, I'm no, that'd be great. That's gonna be. Awesome. I I found it a little weird. Because I feel like we've gone through quite a few movies setting up Bucky as the new Cap. Yeah, me too. I understand why not. Like, I understand why Falcon, and I don't dislike Falcon. It just felt a little odd that we've gotten to a point where I, w- I was like, if you would ask me before I saw Endgame, if you were like, so Cap Cap goes away, yeah. who who's the new Cap? I would Bucky all the way. All the way. Like, 
I, I love Falcon, but yeah. they've just done more and they, they've done more for that relationship. So I was a little surprised. I can see why, like I'm, you, I'm excited to see see them together. I'm excited to see a buddy cop of Yeah. That'll be that that's yeah. gonna be a good show. I'm I'm I, I'm stoked for that. The Loki show is gonna be great. Tom Hiddleston's just fantastic. Is he really okay? Let's talk about, let's talk about Loki. Talk about Loki? Let's talk about Loki. What what are we how, how, oh, oh. He's dead. Oh no! So this is so this is very common misconception. So Loki's dead. The Loki from the normal continuity, he's Thanos dead. killed him. Yeah. This show is going to be about the Loki that we see escape with the Tesseract. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, that's what it's going to be. There's about. no. There's nothing. That, that's the only thing that makes sense. If they do anything else, right. I don't know how so they make it make sense. Loki. Yeah. We have a young I think, past. I think Loki. we have past Loki skipping through time, having adventures. All right. Cool. Because. Loki's dead. Someone was like, "Loki's not the, dead." I'm like, "Loki's dead." The as Loki fuck. we know is dead. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. seems like they're playing they're playing kind of loose with bringing in versions from other timelines, right. which you know I had a lot of people right after Endgame be like, "Oh, they were so lazy with like this and that," and like there's all these loopholes and all these all these plot holes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, the more and more I thought about it, I was like, "Those aren't plot holes. They did that on purpose." Like, yeah, they can expand they in, on they it. They intentionally fucked up the universe. Yeah. Like. Them, them, like, I was like, they didn't explain how time travel worked in that universe for like 15 minutes in a couple of scenes to just ignore it the rest of the movie. They ignored it on purpose. Like, there's, there's going to be ramifications because of this movie. Yeah, there's a big plan. Yeah. Like, there's going to be shit that the Russo brothers didn't do that just to not, just to hand it off to people and be like, well, they've got so, like, Kevin Feige is looking at the story as a whole. They've got, they've got editors that work on all of that's the other thing like talking about dc movies hiring the fucking yeah trailer people marvel has like a head person that is the head editor on all of their movies yeah or at least most of them right and so like that's that's the person that came up with the the iron man's last line have you heard that story no so they're sitting there and and the russos are they they've shot it they've shot like bits and pieces and they know that they're like, all right, so in the script, Thanos has the glove, and he goes, I am inevitable, and snaps, and nothing happens, and then Tony snaps, and his army disappears. They had, they, they'd gotten that far, and they were like, it just seems weird for Tony to not say anything. Like, it yeah. feels weird for Tony to not say something and then snap. Right. And so they're, like, trying to figure out what it is, and apparently it was the the editor, this, this I think it's a guy, I might be wrong, it might be a woman, okay. but whoever the editor, they're like, head editor that like keeps track of the continuity from movie yeah, to movie. Yeah, yeah. He was sitting there and he was like, so Thanos goes, I am inevitable and then snaps and then Tony snaps and they're like, yeah. And he's like, why doesn't Tony just say, well, and I'm Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh my God. And he's like, yeah, like the first movie. And they were like, oh my God. <laughs> and apparently they ran. They ran. <laughs> <laughs> and they went and shot it. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. was not fond of the line. He didn't want. To, he didn't want to say that. He didn't want to say no, I am Iron Man. He thought it was weird and cheesy. And and listening to the how, how he says it, you can kind of see that now. Yeah, I heard the story. I go. I went back and watched it again. Like watched that part, and he seems a little angry. I am Iron Man. He's kind of he kind of makes it a little cheesier than it needed to be. I wish, and obviously this would have never happened. But I wish when he said I am Iron Man, it would have just been like a. Like actually play the song in the background. Yep. I would have been like, it would have been super corny. If only it was. If only it was a good song for like that that scene, like that yeah. situation. That would have been yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I love somebody took, so you know the scene in Infinity War when Thor shows up at the battle? Sure. Somebody took that scene and recut it with uh, the Immigrant song. <laughs> Again, that's amazing. It's so good. See, now that's a song yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. fuck it, dude. Anytime Thor does anything, <laughs> I just want them to fucking rip any yeah, fight scene with yeah, Thor yeah, in yeah, it. Dude. Just give me the Immigrant. <laughs> just dun da dun da dun da You know, like. Just getting that Norse fucking because yeah, that's what that dude. song's about. It's yeah. about Vikings and yeah. come and, from the land of the ice. Exactly. So. Oh, that's like that's the fucking way yeah. to because that was that was the beginning of Ragnarok, Ragnarok. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that like <laughs> killed. Yeah. Oh, and then he's like flying, and then he called. They call the Bifrost, and it leaves the like title of the movie in the ground. Yep. Like it's little stuff like that. He's being chased by a dragon. This dramatic moment. The fucking Bifrost opens, takes him, cuts the dragon's head off, and we're left with the title of the movie burned into the ground. Like, when I say it felt like reading a comic book, it's because that's like, that's a series of panels out of a comic book, right? That's you turn the page and you get your big splash with the title of the the run, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why it was so, I I think that's why it resonated with me so much, that movie. Because... It's like every beat, every beat they hit yeah. was was this was was a splash panel, like yeah, yeah. was a page out of a comic. Um, man, it just it just did it for me. Yeah, and fuck that scene in Infinity War when he shows up is just so good. He oh yeah when he shows up with I Groot Rocket. <laughs> I just love like thinking about all the little implications because like the thing you forget is that when he shows up. Most of the people they're fighting haven't seen him for like four years yeah, or something, right? Not, yeah, they they they're like we don't know where Thor's been, yeah. and then Thor just shows up when they need it when they're losing and they're about to lose, yep. and fucking Thor shows up, right. and and they haven't seen him for five years. That's just such a comic book moment to me, right? Right? Like all of these different plot lines hitting yeah. converging, like right. that's a and there's only very, one person that's seen him and he exactly. knows what he's been doing, and that's like, it's You're just fucked now. He's like, oh, you guys, yeah, like all of because like. Yeah. Yeah, you have, and maybe that's it because these are the kinds of relationships and these are the kinds of like threads and through lines you get in comic books, yeah. like Thor and Hulk converging and having a little story, and then they separate yeah. and then they reconnect later and they reference it. Like yeah. all of those little things for me is what makes it feel so authentic to the the source material. Yeah. Like because yeah, at that moment where Hulk is like, oh shit, Thor fucking figured it out. You yeah. guys are really boned. Yeah, you guys are in fucking trouble. <laughs> right. Um, and everyone else is like, wait, because he thought you, Thor was you dead. You saw Thor, yeah. Everyone thought, yeah, he thought Thor was dead. Everyone yeah. thought Thor was gone. gone. Where the fuck is he? Yep. Um, so yeah, it was just such a cool scene, yeah. like that he he shows up and it does what and because he, that's he what does. heroes do, you yeah. know. <laughs> right. Ugh. Oh man, it, and that's I, yeah, that movie for me that that's that that one that's why it beats Endgame is it it just felt so authentic to the the genre. Right. And just such a great story. And we got it after Ragnarok, which got us jazzed. Right, it. right. What well, I loved how Ragnarok just led right into it. Right, yeah. like yeah. start that the 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 opening of Infinity War might be the greatest like comic book movie moment ever crafted because it starts the way that movie starts so good it start it the 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 the, 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 credit the radio roll. well the radio, yeah, the radio the like we've just been hit you know mayday mayday like that we are not a warship that's not something that we have gotten in a lot of comic movies an opening like that yeah, yeah. that's that's the in way distress. that's the way a real movie opens with right. just some dialogue or like look at how in game opened like what 
what fucking comic book movie is opening without any kind of credits? Like, what comic book movie just starts? Right, right. And we're starting to get that. And I think that's the big change we're making is we're not, and I've talked a lot to, to some of my friends about this, we're not, we're not making comic book movies anymore. We're we're making real movies with comic book characters. Yeah, yeah. So like when you look at like Captain America was a period the first Captain America period piece set in World War II. It was a World War II movie yep. that happened to have a, a superhero as its protagonist. Yep. Or you look at Guardians. Guardians like a space opera yep. that happens to be comic book characters as the characters, right? right? right. Um, you know, like Cap- Captain Marvel. It's a buddy cop movie, yep. right? At its core, it's just a buddy cop movie. Right. Um, she just has superpowers. And so I feel like that's where they're really getting into their groove. I think that's why we've had a lot of movies that are so much better, like The Winter Soldier. It's a, <sighs> it's a, it's a spy movie that it's just best. that just happens to have Captain America as the main character. Yes. And I think that's where... Winter Soldier is the best right. cap, cap so movie. <laughs> and, and so I think that's where they're hitting a lot of their strides, yeah. is they're, they're, they're focusing on making an effective movie in whatever mm. genre they're looking to tell. Right. And then it's just their characters that are doing it, right? Yeah. And I don't remember where I was going with this, but I think that's why we're getting... The, these these better movies out of them because they're taking a, a well and Disney owns the world well, yeah well true true <laughs> well yeah they have, they can throw a lot of money at them now and yeah. you know they're not worried hire the right people exactly well that's that's how I fucking battle right and I guarantee and from what it feels like to me with all these Marvel movies I'm feeling a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Towards the characters and yeah. the story in general. Well, like I Just said, like, I used to walk no out else. of. I would walk out of comic book movies mad because it didn't feel like the character to me. Right. And now I have a I, like. I have a hard time finding things I don't like. Like right. like Spider Man, Far From Home. I'm I'm nitpicking about the fucking mo- motivation of the character and the <laughs> script in the screenplay. And you're not. That's even what that, I'm upset right, about. And you're not even that. Yeah, mad I'm like. About. Eh. It was right. They just didn't say the right words. Right. Like that's my, my biggest complaint or like or like that or you know what my big complaint is? I think they got the title wrong cuz this movie should have been called Spider-Man How Peter Got His Tingle Back. <laughs> you know? Peter like, like 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 the st- how Stella got her groove back. Like yeah. how Peter how Peter got his, his tingle, tingle back. because oh, um, that was it, right? That was the the end of the movie. Like yeah, he, he needed to get the tingle back, tingle back yeah, so that he could fight Mysterio better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a cool God. All of those scenes where he gets in the like projection. Oh, oh dude, was so effective. He's so good. It looked so good. They make it. They make um, it so good. Like that movie could have been a lot worse. I'd probably still feel the same because of how good the visual effects yeah, yeah, were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the drone thing was clever. It, I, was, yeah, it was a real good way. I was like, how are they going to justify all this? Like, right. how are they going to do it? And, like, having weaponized drones with projectors on them. Made by Tony well, Stark. Well, and it's so simple, but it makes so much sense. Like, yeah. that's one of those instances where, like, like they came up with the right thing. Yep. They came up with the perfect thing. Absolutely. Anything more complicated would have right. been contrived and we'd be, we'd be complaining about right. it. But they kept it so simple and yeah. so real. Yep. That it just was, it was hard to and argue. I love that there's a whole team behind yeah. Mysterio. Oh, that, thing, was, that like, was that was a nice yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, like, in the bar, the yeah. bar scene when yep. you like, he's like, all right. And everything stopped. Yeah, everything, everything stops. And then all these people yep. are showing up. You're like, who the fuck? What the shit? Yep. No, it was nice. And I mean, it's getting kind of old because I feel like, like a lot of the villains have the same uh, motivation. The I got fucked over by Tony Stark, so I want to steal his technology. I think that's going to end soon. I, I, hopefully. I hope so. We, we can only assume. Right. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens to Gamora. Yeah, I... 
I'm much more in favor of the Gamora that was sacrificed for the stone come back in some way. I don't like how messy things get when we bring a Gamora from a different timeline in. It just feels weird. Like, I don't know if you've seen it, but the, the, the meme going around for it is people have taken the 51st, 51st dates poster and oh. photoshopped it to be Star Lord and Gamora. Okay, that's like I mean, that's what yeah, the plot's yeah, gonna yeah, be, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> um, and so I don't know. I that's one of those where I'm not gonna be too upset if they do it the way I don't prefer, but I definitely have a way I'd prefer it happen. I wish there were a way to get back Gamora and 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 Nat, you know, to yeah, get back yeah, yeah. the Black Widow. Um, I think there will be. I can't. I I, I can't imagine why they're killing her off. It, unless it really legitimately is that ScarJo doesn't want to do anymore, that would make that would sense. be the only thing. But the way they killed her felt so unimportant to me. It felt so forced. Like they made I didn't a, want anybody to win. Well, they made a <laughs> they made a big joke about it, right? Like it yeah. was a huge joke. Like they're fighting over who's gonna kill themselves, right? Yeah. And then the other thing about like she jumped off. That's it's not a touchy him. subject to try and do. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> well, and then like we're gonna fight over who's well, trying to kill themselves. Yeah. Ooh. And then her just jumping. And then like I didn't. I don't agree that her jumping off is Hawkeye sacrificing the thing he loves most. Yeah. Right. So. That that seems probably my my biggest issue with Endgame. Um, right. it, it it just it, it could have been just cleaner. They could have cried, hugged, and she, he, he pushes her off. Yeah, or you know, or she pushes him off. Or I I I can concede and say that she can jump off still. Yeah, but making the whole thing a comedic scene felt wrong to me. Yeah, it kind of made it. It, it kind of made it her actual death underwhelming. Yeah, exactly. I didn't cry. No, not at all. I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. I cared. I just. I. I, I didn't cry. And, and maybe I'm being naive. I cried for Tony. Maybe I'm being naive. Maybe I'm being stupid. <laughs> yeah. But I don't care because I can't believe there's a world they kill her off that way and she doesn't come back. True. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. If they really kill her off that way, and that and that really is it, we get this solo movie, and it's a prequel, and she doesn't actually ever come back. If right. that's the case, I'm extremely surprised right. because she deserved better than that. Yeah, she's you done know? so much work. Um, apparently, in the scripts, it was gonna be Hawkeye, but there, someone suggested that it be her instead. A more important character. Yeah, that she'd be she. It would be better if they did it to her. Um, I think they were just like, don't take this away from her. Right. Um, which I agree. Like yeah. it, it could. It had the potential to be a really night, a really good scene. Right. And I feel like well, they. Because ru- she's basically in charge. Yeah. And I feel like they ruined it by trying to make it funny. Yeah. And maybe I'm in the minority, but that was that was one of my biggest gripes about Endgame. Yeah. That was the scene that like more than anything upset me. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I think I think it was fine. Yeah. Not enough Captain Marvel. I wish there were more Captain Marvel in the movie. I think we're going to get more of her. No, no, and and I and and I agree. That's that's not it. I think I was just led to believe that Captain Marvel was based on like the Captain Marvel movie and yeah. like the build up and the end of Infinity War. Sure. I was led to believe that Captain Marvel was the key to victory. Yeah, and but then she wasn't. Thanos made her look like a right. Oh, dude. So that, that's still so sick, though. When he pops oh, a power stone out, and he's like, "Oh hell yeah, fuck you!" No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't dislike any that of the parts of the movie sick. with with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have, I have little. I had a lot of little gripes. 
until I found out a very important detail. And I don't know if you know this. She filmed everything for Endgame before they ever started yeah, yeah, yeah. the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. So she seems real stiff and she doesn't seem quite right. There's something off, yeah, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And once I found that out, I was like, oh, well, of course there's something off. The first time she played this character was in a really weird movie right. filled with a bunch of fucking shit. Like, yeah, filled how were with they a gonna... bunch of people who had already been spending yeah, time together. Yeah, she was never going to do it right, right the first time out no, if no, that no, was no. the case. So like, I, that I... I throw a lot of my gripes about her yeah. out the window because like no actor was going to be able to do it. Um, the, the only real thing about her that I don't like a, she's not the like savior that we were led to believe she would be. I mean, she came up um, and blew that ship up. So fucking did. fast. It was she sexy. did. It was cool. But was like, cool. I she wanted, did a lot of the heavy, heavy. I wanted, lifting, you know I wanted I mean? her, I wanted them to be fucked and she comes in and, and I guess she did by blowing up the ship, but I don't know. I wanted more. And I'm happy that Tony's the one that ended it. Yeah, well, I no, think that it makes a lot I think, of sense. I think it would have been of poor taste if they had her just come in and be the one to kill Thanos. Yeah, it was a little odd. I mean, because she has no she, ties. If to she'd Thanos. have done it, nobody would have died, though. True. <laughs> that's that's my only problem with it. Is yeah. that if there wasn't anyone around who could do it without dying, sure, I get Tony doing it. Yep. But literally. She was holding the gauntlet, like I th- so. So I don't know. It, had to come down, it came down to their contract. No, I know. And everybody. Wanted no, I know. I get why, and I and yeah. like it makes sense for Tony, but like that's the problem I find myself having is like you yeah, don't want him but, to go. No, no, no. I don't care if Tony dies. Yeah. I actually, I actually, it's fine. Tony dying is fine. Yeah. It's, I didn't expect it. I expected Cap. Um, I expected here's, Cap. Here's to what die. I expected. I expected Cap dies, yep. and then Bucky becomes Cap or Falcon. Yep. I expected Thor to leave and go be rebuild Asgard. Yep. This was before Endgame came out, so uh, right. he did that in between. Yep. So that's fine. But I figured he would disappear to go rebuild his people, and we'd see very little of Thor, if anything at all. Yep. Cap would be dead, and then I figured Tony would step into Nick Fury's role. And like when we got a cameo at the end of a movie of someone becoming an Avenger, yep. it would be Tony coming to say, "Hey, oh, you wanted him? You're an yeah, Avenger. Yeah, I, I wanted him to be the Nick Fury character. Yeah, kind of like the Godfather. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he could be, in, he could have a couple of cameos. Totally fine with him dying. That's not a big right. deal. Um, oh, he can still make cameos. They can, yeah. somehow bring him back for yeah. A second. You know something I I read on Reddit that I hope happens someday. Someone was like, I really hope they retire the the score, the dun 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 dun. Yeah. Um, and and I, and they were like, not because I don't like it, like it's a great score, like right. it says the Avengers to me, but like I hope they retire it with like Cap and Tony, so that in ten years when we get digitally de-aged or even old man Cap and old man Tony from some other dimension show up to like save the day. Like imagine that moment in like, let's say like seven years, let's say seven to 10 years, you're in, you're watching a Marvel movie, whatever, whatever group of Avengers, you know, like maybe it's like, it's like Ms. Marvel, the stretch, like maybe it's like, Miles Morales and right, like yeah, like yeah. whatever amalgamation of Avengers we're at now at this point yeah. are losing and then all of a sudden you hear dun, dun, yeah and here come old like some some alternate version of Cap and Iron yeah. Man to save the day like right. how fucking rad would that, that be right that would be great yeah they should hire you as a writer I know right, <laughs> right well that was that was somebody on Reddit so I won't take oh, all the credit okay but Reddit I could probably write it better than whoever they were. <laughs> Probably some some username that belongs on Rim Job, Steve. <laughs> Are you familiar? 
Yes. Okay. Rim job Steve. Rim job Steve's a good subreddit. Yeah. Um, For the listeners, basically, when you find someone saying something really nice and wholesome, but they have like an awful username, (laughs) you screenshot it and put it. uh, Rim job Steve is an awful username. Yeah. Um, so that's for the listeners. That's what, what rim job Steve is on Reddit. I highly recommend. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like, I'm really excited moving forward. That's, that's really all Spider-Man has done. I'm excited for magic moving forward. I am a little disappointed. Like I, I'm sure the cartoon will be great. I'm glad the Russos are on it, but for a long time I've wanted a live action magic movie. I think we'll get to that. You think, think we'll get there? I think what they need to do... I almost feel like this tells me we won't get there. Well, then we, we, nah, we, maybe, we maybe. might be feeling it out. You that, know that's very I mean? true. Very true. Feeling it out. See how people react to a TV show, mm-hmm. cartoon TV show. I'm going to assume it's going to kind of be like an yeah. anime. Yeah, like no. The seriousness of an anime oh, yeah. with the goofiness and stuff like no, that. No, yeah. I, I, from, what, from what I would guess, coming from who it's coming from, and obviously, you know, Wizards is going to have... A, an audience they want to reach, oh, yeah. right? And I can't imagine they, they definitely don't want kids, right? You no. don't want like you don't want like little guys, right? You want at least so so this is this kind of show has to kind of sit in that in between like Avatar the la- not 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 the bad Avatar, <laughs> yeah, no, the, um, but like Avatar the Last Airbender, right? Yep. Or a show you know a show similar and not to that. the movie, not the trash oh, movie, fuck, the TV man. show. <laughs> my favorite, dude, it was my favorite. So I was kind of I was a little too old to watch Avatar the Last Airbender, like when so it came I. out. Yeah. I was just old enough that I thought it was like not for me. Sure, turns out I could have watched it, probably would have really enjoyed it. I now everybody who watches it enjoys yeah. it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and so I didn't like watch a ton of it, but sure. my little brother was so fucking into it. Yeah. And so that movie came out when we were older, right? Right. He was like a teenager at that point. Um, So it was pretty fun to go watch that movie in the theater with my brother because he was furious. (laughs) There was fucking smoke coming out of his ears at points in that movie. I didn't even see. I have never watched it. Oh, no. I I, I don't know if I want to. You ought to give it a try. It's pretty (laughs) bad. It's one of those that like I didn't watch. I I, I didn't watch much of the cartoon. Sure. So theoretically, I should I should have been able to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, It was terrible. It was just a bad movie. Like it was just a horrid movie. Yeah. Not Shyamalama Ding Dong's best movie. No. Sorry, M. Night Shyamalan, if you ever hear this. I'm not. I'm not sorry. You make a lot of mediocre movies. Yeah, I heard. I heard the new the glass. Glass is it good? I heard it was disappointing. Oh, I heard it was outrageously bad. I heard so too. I heard it was so which is disappointing (laughs) because Split was good. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't see Split. Split's great. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, and then Unbroke. Unbreakable Unbreakable. is awesome. Duh. I'll tell you what. I watched Unbreakable for the first time pretty recently. Yeah, I don't think it holds up. I like it. Have you seen but it? But that's because I saw Have it. You seen it recently? Yeah, yeah. I saw. Oh, okay. it. I showed it to Eliza because it was like on something. I was like, "Oh shit, Unbreakable! I haven't seen that yeah. in forever." I think it's because I saw it as a kid and I thought yeah. it was awesome. I thought it was a good time. I don't know. And Bruce Willis. I, I'm, Bruce Willis is great. I love Bruce. That's Willis. true. Have you seen? It's not a bad have you seen movie. Death Wish. I haven't. Movie? Is it good? It, he does a good job. Yeah. I obviously. I've heard know, mixed. I've heard have, mixed reviews. The people who have seen the old Death Wish. Sure. Obviously, they're never gonna like it. They're never gonna like yeah. the new one. But I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was good. I love. Uh, um, what's his face? Oh my god. Oh my god. He's my uncle. <laughs> my guy. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> okay. I love. He, he was in a uh, yeah. Criminal Intent. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I think I know who you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's great. Um, nice. Uh, before we end this, um, 
How do you feel about this new Star Wars that's coming out? Are you ready for it? I'm fine. Like, fine I, it? I didn't love The Last Jedi, but I didn't hate it like some people did. I didn't hate it because I know that they're going to try and hopefully cover it up with the last one and, like, fill yeah. all the plot holes. Because that's you how know, Star Wars movies are. You know what my favorite thing? Uh, I saw a tweet recently. Yeah. What, what's her name? Daisy. I don't fucking know. Uh, whoever plays Ray. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, whatever. I'm yeah. sorry her for name, not knowing her name. Her name is Daisy. Yeah, I think it is Daisy. It is Daisy. Da- is it Daisy Ridley? Am I yeah, it is Daisy making Ridley. that up? There you go. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 you're um, right, you're but right. I guess I guess she tweeted recently, like confirming like yeah. Ray's parents will be addressed in this new Star Wars movie, and um, people are like, well, then people are like, but I didn't think Ray's parents were anyone important. And so the the, the tweet I saw that someone like retweeted this whole conversation sure. with the tweet, why is it? That the villain of the movie says her parents were no one important. Why the fuck did everybody decide to believe that? Right. Like, why did everyone take that as the gospel? People are like, no, no, her parents aren't anyone. It's like, yeah, that's what the fucking villain in the last movie told us. Right. Are we going to believe the bad guy? No. <laughs> like, have you seen a movie before? <laughs> right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd be. Who, I'd, do, you, who do you think her parents are? Oh, it's it's Han. Han and Leia. You think it's Han and Leia? I, it has to be. If I, we go, I, it, I don't. it's either Luke. I think it's Luke. It could be Luke. I think it's either Luke's. It Luke's her father. Yep. Or curveball. This is another another argument I've heard. Okay. I think she could possibly be related to Obi Wan. I think it makes more sense Ooh. that she's like his granddaughter at that point, though. Somehow. Yeah. Because there's there's a lot of stuff in like the extended universe, like the books people write, sure. and that stuff that's not supposed like technically canon that they fucking did that you're just gonna rip every piece of (laughs) art that was made about this world and just be like it's no longer canon yeah only the movies are canon get the fuck out of here because i know in one in some book or some extended universe stuff there's a story where he's got like a wife when he's on tatooine obi-wan yeah that would only make sense and so there's no jedi yeah, order he's not yeah. a jedi anymore and he's so, just going over there to watch so, luke grow up exactly how boring is that right? he's not even there and so <laughs> i've seen so i've seen some pretty good arguments for her being some descendant of his whether they can It'd be sick whether they can fudge the timeline to make her his daughter probably not but they could at least she, at least she's related um i the easy way out i think is she's just luke's daughter um, or 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 his twin. I, it could, she could be Kylo's twin. Kylo's twin. That does they, make a lot of sense. Yeah, it does she make could sense. Be t- Kylo's twin. I find it. I, the I, twin thing is I, annoying, though. We've I think. It, it I think it's hard. I would find it hard to believe that Leia would meet her and not know and not tell her. Well, they hug each other the first time they see yeah. her. They, the first time they see each other, she hugs her. That's true. Okay. It's something. There's okay. something that has to do with that yeah. family. No, you're right. It's the What's it called? The, Here's the last Skywalker. What's it? Called? Uh, the the I think rise of the, the rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. So that's why I say she's. They, it's just easier for her to be Luke's daughter somehow, right? right? Um, I think. So yeah, rise of the Skywalker. Because Luke's daughter is the one that, like, in one of the stories, yeah. she like ends uh, Ben mm-hmm. Skywalker's like reign. Right, like his right. Terror. Like she fight. They yeah. those two fight. Like that's like the whole thing. I forget One where did we stories. where did we end up at the end of the last Jedi? Is Kylo a bad guy still? Kylo's Kylo's in charge of the First Order. Okay, he like because he, he, had... he kills Snoke. Okay, Dumb. but then stayed bad. Like yeah. he had that he had like a fleeting moment where it was like, oh maybe yeah. he's gonna 
go back to the light side, yeah. right? How did you? Which think, I'm okay with that. You saw the trailer, right? For the new one, yeah, I think it's great. I, I here's I'm what I'm curious hope. about that Palpatine laugh. Oh yeah, those fuckers. Well, here's <laughs> here's the thing. The thing that the thing that makes me think that she's Luke's son. And goes Luke's daughter in, or Luke's daughter? Jesus Christ! It goes back to something in the very first trailer. Sure. So the very first trailer for the Force Awakens was yeah. voiceover from Luke. Yep. That we haven't heard. It might have been in the Last Jedi. I don't even know if it was. It might not. Have. No, I don't think it was. But it's Luke talking, saying the Force has always been strong in my family. Yep. My father has it. My sister has it. I have it. And you. And have then it. he stops. He doesn't. I don't oh. think he says that. But. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't actually say it. Like, and now you have it, but he might. But if I remember correctly, it's that it sounds so natural for that to be the next thing he says. Yeah, my father had it, I have it, and then they cut to something else, right? Like, and so I think it's. I think they cut to Ray. Yeah, (laughs) if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think he actually says like, and and you you have have it, it. right? Because because at that point we don't know. Yeah. Like, we don't know that she has the Force, right. right, until the end of that movie. Right. Um, and so that was my big clue that it, even if it's not, and, and it could, she could still be Leia and yeah, yeah, Hans, yeah. right? She's still the same family. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the big indicator to me that he might, that that might be the relationship. Um, there's a reason the lightsaber found her, right? Yeah. Like, there's a reason that. That lightsaber. I, I I wish. Apparently, the Force Awakens almost opened with Luke's hand holding the lightsaber, just floating through space, Ooh. and a ship like her. What's her name? The that whatever character ended up having it. Right. Her ship like finding it and like pull, tracking it into the ship. That'd Apparently, that's how the movie started, but they decided against it. That would have been good. That would have been Moss? really rad. Yeah. 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 Um. So I don't know. I'm kind of. I've always been a huge fan of Star Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but very little about it has like bothered me. Like the prequels are trash, but those are just bad movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I honestly don't think any of them are bad for like little like decision. Like midi chlorians are weird, but like I could jive with it. And like Jar, it's like God. Jar 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 Binks is fucking yeah. It's like the the God evolution thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't care how the Force works. Like yeah, I'm yeah, willing yeah. to believe whatever, just as long as the Force exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about Jar Jar? Like Jar 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 is horrible, but like Jar Jar is the Sith Lord. Jar Jar, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but Jar Jar is not the reason that movie sucks, right? Yeah, that movie's yeah. just a bad movie right, right, that right, has right. one really shitty character. Yeah, in it. like Jar Jar in a good movie could be fine. Yeah, right. Um, and so. That's that's kind of where I am on Star Wars, like, and, and these new ones I don't think are the the things people don't like. I'm not finding as egregious, you know. Sure. Like, I mean, Rogue One, Rogue One might be the, my second favorite Star Wars movie. It's 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 arg it's it's a hard debate. It, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's um, a good standalone. Yeah. You don't need anything yeah. else. No. Um, and the I, only thing that's yeah. wrong with it is the dad line of Vader: "Don't choke on your." Aspirations <laughs> while he's choking him. That's the only part that like. Oh, and see, and see, I'm a sucker for a good dad joke. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I love dad jokes, <laughs> but like, if you're gonna be like, what's the worst part of that movie? All right, it's the dad it joke. Might, it might it's be the that. dad joke. It's it the might dad be joke. the dad joke. Um, that's the best Vader scene. Can we just ever. get? Can we just get a whole dedicated Darth Vader movie? Can I see the movie? Can I just see him? Who's working on the trilogy? Oh, fucking David and fucking <laughs> the Benny. <laughs> 
the Davids. Right. DB, yeah, DB Wise and David Benioff, who mm-hmm. wrote Game of Thrones. Okay. They're working on a trilogy. Oh, of Darth Vader stuff? No, just Star Wars. Of, like a new they Star Wars it. trilogy? Interesting. I think they're doing, I, I'm going to guess, and I'm pretty sure they're going to go with this route because mm-hmm. they picked up so Game of Thrones. Nine. Darth Bane. If they're smart, they'll go with Darth Bane. Uh. They'll go with a Darth Bane series. Because if I'm not mistaken, the rumor is that this is the last Skywalker. Yeah. Like, this is like the last Skywalker the last. story. Yeah. We're kind of going to get nine. away from it. Yeah, it's nine. Well, I think, if I'm remembering... They might trickle them in well, there, if but I'm they re- won't be the main focal point. We'll, we'll see, because if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and I might be wrong, sure. but if I'm remembering the story right, I feel like way back when, when he like planned out everything, yeah. George Lucas had... See, now I can't remember if it was nine movies planned okay. or 12. Oh. Like nine movies worth of story, or I think sure. he might have had another three, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just the it, nine. It would make sense because this one's called Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. So there's like two, there could be three more movies. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be happy if it just ended, though. Like, True. that's fine. Um, Mark Hamill has said this is the last one he appears in. He said he is in the movie. Oh, he's ethereal. Maybe ethereal, or or maybe he come. He he didn't like actually die, right? Yeah, he like, did. He, he disappeared. He, he just like, disappeared. Yeah, but that's what Yoda did. Maybe. That's what Yoda. Well, does. maybe Yoda's not actually dead. I think that's none that's, of them are dead because they're that's one a, with the force. And that's the force a, with them. Well, and that's like that's <laughs> the whole point with the laugh at the end, right? Yeah, like yeah. we're never we're never truly gone, right? Oof. Yeah that 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 Palpatine laugh got me real stoked. Oh, I was jazzed when I heard um, that. I was like, oh. I think my least favorite part about the Last Jedi was them killing Snoke and Snoke not being anyone important or at anything all. interesting. Nothing. <laughs> He's at just all. a bad guy. He's just a bad. guy. That was my biggest issue. Yeah. Yeah. I think my biggest. <laughs> I wanted him to be Vader so bad. I want more lightsabers. You want more lightsabers? Yeah. Um. Yeah. In the last, there's not a lot of lightsaber what fights. We, yeah. Well. Yeah. There's not a lot of lightsaber fights. It's fucking bullshit. Interesting. Rogue One. Rogue One is fine without lightsabers. That's why it's so good. Is well, because yeah. there's no fucking lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And then the one scene that we get with a lightsaber is the best Vader scene we've ever yeah. seen in our lives. And we're so terrified for these people that are about to get fucking <laughs> murked. And then the guy, he's like, and it slices him in half while he's on the ceiling. Is dope. But anyway. Um, it's, I'm just, I, what were we talking about? Fuck, I just lost my train of thought. We were talking about, uh, lightsaber fights. Not enough lightsabers. We ended our last trilogy with one of the most epic lightsaber fights. Mm -hmm. And then we still haven't got like a good, a good one. Yeah. We haven't got, cause Ray's, you know, she's not, she's not even an amateur. She just picked it up. Yeah. Like she's following, she's following like an instinctual habit that, I right. don't know where she got it from yet. Um, yeah. So it's I'm just waiting for like a fucking gnarly, yeah, like, like a real cause, good one. Yeah, because despite Hayden Christensen's performance as Anakin, <laughs> at least the fights were okay. Yeah, him and uh, Ewan McGregor practiced yeah. and choreographed that whole that whole thing is all them going that fast. Yeah, they just worked at it the whole time. Yeah. Which is why it's so incredible, mm-hmm. but we still haven't gotten like a cool lightsaber yeah. fight. Hopefully, we get a good one in this next I one. I hope so. I'm sure we will. Got to. Um, Got to have a throwdown. Yeah, right. Got to see Kylo Ren fucking die. <laughs> it's it's sad when things are like kind of predictable like yeah. that. Oh, the bad guy's gonna die, but it's like, how are they gonna we'll die? See. Yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe he turns. Maybe he turns face. Maybe, and then Ray <laughs> becomes bad. <laughs> Quick switch around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. 
Thanks for coming in, man. Of I course. I really appreciate it. It we'll, was a pleasure. I'll have to get you on again. Yeah. Um, we'll do you and Jordan next oh, time. Oh, definitely. Because you and Jordan have known each other for so long. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. You're very welcome. Bye, everybody. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.